So, um, I think the people working on my roof are assholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I heard, oh, yeah? I heard very, very clearly, I heard like, knock, 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 knock. And I'm like, okay, that's very clearly someone at the door. So I go and nobody's at the door. Oh my and God. And then uh, I hear it again. No, I hear it again. Cause like, it's not one at the door. They were just doing fucking shaving a haircut on my roof. <laughs> It's a call and response. They're trying to wait for you to knock back. They just decided. They were like, all right, it's time. Looks like all it's right, 522. I hear I oh, overheard wait. him talking about some podcast. Let me just interrupt his flow by by making him think this there's someone dickhead. in the door. Maybe I can get on American Idled this way. <laughs> Is that how you get on American Idol? By sneaking By- into a podcast and disrupting their audio? Yes. Have you ever been on American Idol before? Yeah, Shit. that's like half of the, like, you know, they have that, that like, section where they're introducing the contestants. Yeah. And, like, at the, <laughs> st- like, like, Tiffany, Tiffany Schneider really uh, wanted to to break she out. She's a scientist, and- but instead she wasted her life. Uh, no, well, she, they, they- she, she got her start... <laughs> Being background noise on my brother, my brother and me. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, forgot. They, they I have, forgot that. Like, have, I forgot the season one champion of American Idol was Kelly Clarkson, and season two was guy who does McElroy's roof. <laughs> guy who does McElroy. Yeah, they have one section for legal entries, and the other section is called podcast bombs. <laughs> it's like the it's like the audition fail section, but it's just for podcast bombs. Welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio, your unofficial guide to navigating the airwaves. I'm Miles. And I'm Mars. This is a podcast where each and every week we rediscover what makes music so special. And um, this week. This week. This week. It's Pride. It's Pride. Happy Pride, everyone. Uh, Happy Pride. Happy Pride. And uh, go throw a brick at a cop. Yeah, uh, um, or a milkshake. Uh, but anyway, so uh, this week we uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a quick, just a quick little PSA. Just a quick PSA. Throw a brick at a cop. Um, so this is uh, a, a very special episode uh, because, uh, as you can probably tell by the title, we're uh, we have on once again Penny Parker of Go Child, and then for the first time we also have Ryan Debuting. of Go Child. Hi, debuting Ryan. I'm the Ryan one. One re- <laughs> one returning, one new to the roster. And da, only da, one da, shall da, win. Da, da, and only, da, da, yeah. Da. This is... Da, 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 That's why da, da. I should have been a singer for Goat Child, because I sound <laughs> so good. Now, you do. do such a good smash. Now, Ryan, I will say that my instinct was to call you Penny's Echo Fighter. That's only when I add enough delay. <laughs> So, uh, Ryan Penny, before we start, uh, okay, uh, who, who would be your echo fighter in Smash? Or are you an echo fighter? I am an echo fighter of Princess mm-hmm. Peach. 
Okay. Ooh. All right. Yes. I feel yes. like I am iconic you're, enough to you're be Bowser a Junior. Well, that's my main. <laughs> Listen, I can be the vested player character, but identify as someone completely different. Like it's true. Yeah, like I'm iconic enough to be my own fighter, and my Echo fighter would probably be either Satan himself or <laughs> any Rhythm Heaven character, whichever one works that. better. So that's fair. I, lo- that's I fair. love that the Smash finally gets Rhythm Heaven <laughs> representation. Uh, through an echo fighter of a real human man. <laughs> real yeah, it's human it's what we not deserve. A character, yeah. <laughs> it's what the gamers want. It's what the gamers crave. Listen, it's, it's not even what the gamers want. It's what they need. Listen, it's true. they I, don't know what they want. I took a gamer poll the other day, and those mm-hmm. were exactly Ooh. the results. <laughs> Precisely, it wasn't even an option. It was just like it what was. Yeah, they I had to fill tonight. in the other bubble and write <laughs> it. Some, down. Someone literally hacked my account, changed the poll, and then reposted it just so that it would be an option because they Damn. wanted that much. I wonder who did that after the success of the of all your <laughs> recent Sonic fan dub uh, fame. People were like, "Listen, we need Listen. this in Smash. We need mm-hmm. that Shadow. We need that Piss guy up in Smash. Yeah, yeah. We need that Beta Cuck dude." <laughs> The beta cuck was silver. Chase the beta cuck. That was the beta cuck was silver. The guy who called him a beta cuck was Memphis. Okay, um, it's Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee, and you oh, respect no. his name. Now I'm the fool again. <laughs> Until uh, Chase, you said that. Turns out, turns out we're all fake gamers here. We're all fake we gamers are. here. Now we're on the same I'm page. Not, that don't, even don't playing you, ground. Don't you, lump, don't you lump me in with that? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's the only real gamer here. <laughs> uh, so, right. so uh, y'all, but y'all we're not just here to talk about games. Y'all just released uh, t- today. By the time this is going up, y'all just yeah. released today. Uh, today, today, today. Uh, a uh, your latest album, Coffee and Ramen. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. so t- I'm gonna go ahead and peek behind the curtain a little bit because it will be important to contextualize probably the rest of the conversation. Uh, yeah. We have not seen the response to this album yet because we are recording this early. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So it it but at the time of recording it hasn't been released yet, but it mm-hmm. is going to be released within like four days um and we are and i am quite incredibly excited. excited like three days and uh, uh like six hours yeah it's we're like yeah. shaking in our boots Ooh. about it um I've it's about to premiere the seconds it's a lot <laughs> what do you mean you you haven't <laughs> so seen the responses haven't well, you checked the forum my mom liked it and that's all that really matters yeah uh (laughs) me and miles have been sort of listening to the album uh i say sort of but that's what we were doing (laughs) (laughs) you've been you've like put it on the background (laughs) you've been been, kind of dissociated you've been been, working on a model ship while you listen to it (laughs) so yeah so we've been listening to the album in theory uh (laughs) yeah i was listening to tea and noodles i don't know if that's like (laughs) i was was getting a good look at those waveforms it's a metaverse okay. version actually, of the album. Actually, actually. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I, I brought up this idea last time you were on, Penny, because we talked a little bit about coffee and ramen. Um, uh, I li- have y'all, and the answer is no, but have y'all ever, um, uh, uh, <laughs> ever wanted to uh, 
boil ramen in coffee just to see how it would go. Well, Ryan, tell okay. the story. Oh, Ryan, tell the story. Yeah, okay, no, I was going to call Ryan out. I was going to call Ryan out. Oh, God, out. there's two people calling me out. Great. Ryan, tell the story. <laughs> I'm the only one who doesn't know. Let's go. Okay, I'm so the first, Ryan, tell the story. This is the first time we've met, but I watched that stream with you and Chase, and oh, I wanted God. to die. Yeah, so Chase and I, we were streaming. I was uh, checking out Baba's You, and um, partway through, I decided to get myself some ramen just because I hadn't gotten dinner yet, and I was hungry. Mm-hmm. And, um... Way that I usually make it is um, we incorrectly, have a cure- as we've now I, discovered. I used to do it incorrectly, <laughs> and in okay. fixing it, I made another mistake. But that's beside the point. Anyway, I used to do it by microwave, and I got all sorts of shit for it. And I even though Penny was like, "Hmm, let me add microwave sound effects to the song where you actually Listen, make ramen in it," so you're not the only one. I I <laughs> normally I used to make it in the microwave. I'm like, I know a lot of people who made it in the microwave. It's like a common yeah. thing to make instant ramen in the microwave. It's not like a shameful thing. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. just like technically incorrect. Yeah, it's technically. But, uh, but it's like colloquially while, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I decided I'd start doing it in a new way uh, and use a Keurig because you can just get uh, boiling water out of Keurig and just pour it in there, let it sit for a little bit and get eaten. Mm-hmm. And what I didn't know is that my girlfriend Amanda had left a uh, pod in that. Mm. So I got it all prepped up. I took the first bite and... Uh, I actually don't like coffee. I like to think of myself as like the ramen half of this. Mm-hmm. So I just like put it in my mouth and I'm just like, this doesn't taste right. <laughs> this one sucks for some reason. This you isn't know, what I would call good. I, I go so far as to say it's trash. Now wait, no wait, hold no, wait, on. Just, hold <laughs> on. on but, uh, no wait, hold on. But after, I, I very quickly realized, oh god, I messed up. And then I had like a galaxy brain mental breakdown on stream about it. Because I was like, oh my gosh, it's the album title. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, that accident! moment is forever frozen in my brain of just yeah. like you, head in hands. Yeah, just like, <laughs> oh, oh my god, god I made Chase calling you an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I remember um, when when that video was posted because um, I know uh, there was a fan blog for Go Child. They posted that clip because, of course, um, just mm-hmm. to call me out even more. Someone like replied <laughs> saying, "Listen, June seventh, eleven thirty. This what I'm gonna be doing." And I had to like <laughs> hold back all my strength to be like, "Hey, right here, right now. Here's what I'm gonna be doing. I'm telling you, don't, don't do that. <laughs> it's not. It's." Look, the title is thematic. It's not a recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Bold you do seem that the title means anything, but go off. I mean, go off. Wow, I just, feel like it gets some sort of something yeah, out of well, it. If it's, we really it's try. enough that people can people can get a meeting out of it. But it's all right. a, yeah, it's a nice title. Yeah. All right, nice I'm title. I'm I'm starting the uh, the hashtag coffee and ramen challenge. I mean, like, uh, I don't even know if it tastes bad, like, normally, because, like, I just don't <laughs> like coffee. That's the only thing that kept me from eating it. You might be starting the easiest challenge in existence. It might It <laughs> might not be It might not be that difficult of a challenge, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you just like, have, you have to, to finish it. it, though. Like, I'm a picky eater. It. You could see this shit on Royal Caribbean Cruises next year <laughs> if it catches on. <laughs> well... I just want to explore the ramen possibility space, you know? Mm. Like, for so long, ramen has been so traditional. I want to I wanna modernize it with Yeah, with let's comedy. make it with you milk. You want to change the, the ramen climate. Yeah. You want to gentrify ramen. <laughs> I'll make it with a smooth... I'll make it with a smoothie. Try and stop me. You well, can't. Let, I'll let, make me it just, let me just... Let me get some Mountain Dew in this Keurig real quick. <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah. 
for gamers. It's gamer ramen. Oh That's god, I hate how much I want to do break this now. The device. Your mountain no, how much do, you do not. Now. Don't put. Don't put Mountain Dew in your Keurig, Ryan. Right? Okay, fine. I'll Keurig. just boil Mountain Dew. That makes okay. More sense. It's like the hot Pepsi. Oh, not Pepsi. Uh, Doctor oh, Pepper. Oh yeah, Doctor Pep. <laughs> just a little bit of carbonation and have a nice day. I hate this conversation. Yeah. I think I've decided. I love it. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Penny. No, it's I'm okay. Not. I just, Penny, you're the only person just, I've just ever the met. Idea, and just the idea of hot soda made me want to like a music. I know it is fucking deeply disgusting. Yeah. I know someone that used to drink milk and coke together. Ew, no. What? No. Oh, wait, coke, no that's float. not how coke it works. Float. That's way grosser than my thing. I mean, like, I'm yeah. not, I'm not defending this, but I am. But. <laughs> What's well, your thing, Mars? Ryan's the devil's advocate. Well, I haven't had a Coke float before, so I imagine maybe. Okay, keep going. I, I just do not understand. My best friend in the world, uh, she puts, like, nuts in her soda. She will- Althea, what the fuck? She will put, like, <laughs> cashews and peanuts in, her, mean- in her soda. <laughs> I mean, okay, Penny, it's unorthodox. Do not no, no, I will. I fucking will because it's <laughs> unorthodox, but it's not like you're changing the makeup of like the base foundation of your drink. You're just adding yeah. your own preference to it. When it's you true. like you like heat yeah, up like, can you a imagine? sprite in the microwave, at that point, why are you drinking a sprite? <laughs> Yeah, or like if you're going to make carbonated That's milk true. or something. You obviously want something else. Get something else. Microwave a Sprite so it tastes spicy. No, <laughs> I, I just want to know why the nuts go in there because it wouldn't, like Penny said, it wouldn't change the makeup of the soda or anything. But like, what would it do like for you as a, a pervert that's doing that to yourself? Apparently it adds like a saltiness or whatever. Like, I don't okay, know. Okay, see, I, I can get... I. I can see that's what I was thinking. I under I at least understand that on a more human level than than yes. like heating up a soda. Yeah, I it like is, I it get is. that. Now or carbonated milk. Now, okay. Yeah. Here's here's, here's the, the real shit. Here's the taste of. Alright. Put nuts nuts. The lukewarm it, carbonated tea. Put nuts in your soda. Shake it up. Bring it to a boil. <laughs> Take it back now, y'all. Take it back now, y'all. One hop this time. (laughs) And then I don't know what reverse reverse or the cha-cha is in this situation, but you gotta do that too. Bring it to a boil and then add it to your ramen. Don't forget the flavor packet. You're just bastardizing the name of Mr. Howard Cola, and I don't (laughs) enjoy it. All of that, and then you put all of that in a blender. Mm-hmm. And then you blend you it up. You bring it all. You, you, yes, you you liquefy your nut soda ramen. Uh, you liquefy that mixture. Please don't say liquefy your nuts. <laughs> and and the mouthfeel is not ideal. And then you use that liquefied mixture to to boil to up bake, some more you ramen. Bake it. Oh, okay. No, you bake the smoothie mixture. <laughs> okay, all right. At four fifty mm-hmm. thirty. And then you use it to cover a you, an apple and sell it at the fair. And then you put and then you put that apple in the bin and then you t- go to bed. And then you call the doctor, wake him up, and say, "Doctor." <laughs> and that's what coffee and ramen's really about. And that's what coffee and ramen is really about. Thank you so much for joining I'm us. Still, this is the best I'm music still... podcast I've ever been a part of. <laughs> Over Ryan's silent plea of desperation, just, just <laughs> get, he would give anything to not have to hear the phrase liquefy your nuts. Ryan, I'm going to liquefy your nuts. <laughs>
Well, I'm glad you can't say it with a straight face. Insert <laughs> joke here. God. Um, Who can say it with a straight face these days? Yeah, I can't do anything straight. So, Coffee and Ramen, the the album. Let's talk about the music. (laughs) The album, the music. uh, (laughs) Now that's what I call ramen. (laughs) Um, So, Coffee and Ramen, uh, I honestly like, is such a, a wonderful like wonderful album like Aww, i thank you yeah it is i really so right. i just i i want to i want to get into something because last time you were here uh penny you uh were talking about how uh, i think it was in reference to the song outro uh which uh we we talked about last time um where you uh you talked about wanting to to use more um like naturalistic plugins uh with your with your music and and use instruments that just sounded a little bit more real um yeah which i find pretty interesting because like i i find that on this album you're sort of leaning into the sort of digitized sound maybe more than you did on your last album Part of that was mainly because a lot of the instruments I was using on uh, Masquerade was all like um, just a, a preset uh, VSTs, preset virtual instruments that came with like Mixcraft and stuff. And at the time, I absolutely adored it. I loved working with it. I've always been the kind of person who's like, hey, if it isn't broke, don't fix it and do what I can with what I can. But like looking back, uh, a really good example is just the difference between outro and say intro or even the beginning of ID where like... That piano that's playing, it sounds very much like it's a, not as much intro because I got better at um, adjusting velocities there, but in like intro and ID, uh, you can sort of tell, and telescope even, you can sort of tell the piano being used in there is very much a virtual piano, mm-hmm. while um, in songs like uh, outro, in songs like uh, Enigma in this one. It has a little uh, bit more piano, depth to it. Yeah, it has a little more depth to it. It's a much better sampled. Um, it's a much better sampled instrument, and yeah, so the fact that it's the fact it's leaning more digital is just mainly just because I I just well, wanted to use those kinds of well, uh, yeah. So what what I what I was referring to in in the previous uh, in the previous podcast, if I understand your your point correctly, is is that it it wasn't that I wanted to adjust. And like move away from the synth sound because mm. yeah you're right coffee and ramen is still very synth heavy it's still definitely it's different it's still definitely like a very uh like sort of electronica like uh pop synth heavy album that's just because that's our style and that's the style that we like to work in and it like it suits what people under understand our music to be um and it just like it's 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 a fun it's a fun like kind of sound uh like ecosystem to work within um mm. The thing that's different about this album, and it's something that we actually achieved in a lot of ways, uh, as I was talking about, um, we, l- like Ryan said, we, we have new, we have new synths that have a little bit more depth to them, a little bit more sort of like a, uh, I, I, I can't find the words to describe it, but there, there is, there's a lot more of like a, like a nuance to a lot of the sounds. And on top of that, we also did end up bringing in, um, a lot of help from other people. Like we, 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 we literally, we have synths in here that are, like one in particular which is the i mean by this is going to be out the album's going to be out by the time this podcast is released so i can yeah, talk about so it so we're like, not the, being all like oh the one that's yeah. so hush yeah be- because because it's not out yet i'm like still hesitant to kind of talk about it but it's yeah, gonna be we can out, just say so. whatever we want about it uh fun fact uh fred street was gay that's right <laughs> <laughs> um but yes yeah, but like the i was literally like, about to say 
the baseline <laughs> and threshold was actually is is a very specific example of something that is still like obviously it's still synth it's still electronic mm-hmm. but that um that was like pulled together by like uh help with synth replacement like from friends and like experimentation mm-hmm. with the sound not only on Ryan's end but on my end and so like it's it's similar in like it's similar in style and like I said, an ecosystem, but we were achieving more depth and we're achieving more nuance with like the kind of sounds that we can achieve and the kind of sounds that we want to try and reach for, which is exactly what I wanted to uh, wanted to do and like what I want us to continue to do. So yeah, yeah. so that's that's sort of like my take on uh, that observation because it, it's not an incorrect observation. It's more like the perspective that you look at it from in sure. terms of like measuring our success with what I was talking about. Well, yeah, yeah, like I, I, I was definitely not considering it like a success or failure. Like, right? I, I definitely think that, like, you know, like digitized sounds and synths and all of that, like, are no question like as valuable as you know more naturalistic sounds. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess I did misinterpret misinterpret what you sort of meant uh, when we recorded last time, though. Um, and like on this album, it is it is absolutely you know it's a it's a it's it's a, a mixture of more naturalistic elements, not not even necessary necessarily musical elements, and and more digital elements. And it it is it is absolutely what contributes to like what makes Go Child so distinct and so interesting as a band. Um, yeah, I I I really do like you know like I I hope that I'm not giving the impression that like um that like I don't like the direction or whatever because like honestly I think this album sounds completely fantastic from start to finish. Thank you very this much. This is a great Thank album. You. Yeah. Um, I I really enjoy uh personally all of the features from like other people on the Lunar Lights Network. Yeah, and like the sort of fun like background sounds and like I really like Decaf in Three Minutes. Like they are two of my favorite tracks, even oh. though they're not like formal tracks. Um, thank you, thank you, very much. thank you so. Well, it's <laughs> God. That's it's so funny you say that because both of those were very. I I honestly, it's we we talked about this recently, but like a a few of the songs on this album were uh surprises to us in the sense of like how they came to be and like what kind of space they came from and like how quickly they came together and something like decaf mm-hmm. and something like three minutes are very very enigmatic uh and very different from our, our usual process and you know, and it's also funny that like those are the ones that bookend the album um and i yeah. honestly i i personally i see that as a success uh in terms of like placing them where they're placed to book on the album because i i definitely um I, i'm usually the one who determines like final track order and stuff and i actually i put a lot more intention into track order uh than i think might be expected uh i i genuinely want to make sure that the tracks are like listed in a way that like kind of takes you on like not just like as 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 little of a jarring journey as possible depending on like the different styles of the songs but like i i want them to have like some sort of arc if at all possible um that was yeah that was definitely and that's something i i usually really appreciate in albums is i really like it when there's some amount of flow yeah like within songs because it can be uh-huh. so jarring when you go from one mood to like completely a different direction you're like oh god i just like came out of emotional yeah. whiplash so and and what's yeah. what's really funny about that is um uh so the song fret street um 
Fret Street is, was actually the working title for Monster Town, and mm. it wasn't going to feature on the album. We weren't going to have a song called Fret Street on the album until I realized when I was trying to make the uh, the album the album order work, the track order. Um, we I like I I was like I was getting to a point where I was like okay it's close but Monster Town is such a different sounding song from the rest of the album I could put any song in front of it and it would still be a little jarring just like a little too yeah. different and weird so I I came to Ryan and I was like I want to put a buffer track in the middle and then Fret Street came together in like a week <laughs> and like it was it it's it it's just funny because now that's like I, I don't know. It's just like just such a yeah, it's a very like existent. I know that's a weird way to say it. It's a very like solid track. It's very much not like it doesn't like the way I look at Frestry. I don't really see it as like a oh, just let's, let's put that there. Like I remember when I originally did that, I had like a mindset of like when we were plotting this out, I had a mindset of like, OK, well, we're going to have more songs than we did last time. But there's going to be a bunch of songs that are more like more like lead in songs, but more like interludes and actual full songs. Mm. But like. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at, like, and I thought, okay, well, I mean, like, decaf is, like, a very heartfelt one, but it's not going to be very long. Uh, three minutes is just going to be talking a bunch. Uh, I-285 West is just going to be, like, a little musical thing, like a voice clip thing, and then Fred Street's going to be a lead-in. Well, yeah, but, like, and, and, Street, and the funny thing is that but, Fred Street was originally, like, 30 seconds long. Like, the demo I sent you was not long at all. And then, yeah, but I think I, I guess it's just like my mindset, of just like uh, half songs. How about how about none no. of those? <laughs> none of those, never half yeah. songs. Oh yeah, I was I was gonna ask. Um, uh, in terms of like some of the songs featuring uh, some people like Atlanta and Umami and Threshold uh, with friend of the show Blue and Alfred. Yes. Um, and I think I heard Haley on one of those. Yeah. Songs? Okay. So uh, yeah. So Haley's here's a monster town. So yeah, there are there are That's three it. there are three. Uh, well, I guess four. Uh, there are four like primary uh, guest vocalists. Uh, I say four because counting Ryan in, in three minutes. Um, there I is guess, uh, my, there uh, is my beautiful melodies. Yeah, there is Blue who appears in Atlanta, Umami, Half Calf, uh, and uh, Monster Town. Um, does she she appear in any others? I don't. I think she's in the background of I two eighty five. Yes, the, the well, yeah, that's that's that's, 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 that's um, yeah, that, that that was that was something that was pre recorded uh, long before we yeah. made that. That was just like a mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. A recording that I did on my phone while we were in the car. Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but like counting that. Um, and then Haley appears on Monster Town as a background vocalist, and Alfred appears as a featured vocalist on Threshold. Um, the reason why. Uh, Blue and Haley uh, don't get like featured listings on the titles of the tracks is because they are more uh, recurring and official members of Go Child in terms of like the backing band and like backup vocals and stuff. Um, so like I just like consider them a part of the group, uh, which is yeah, sure. yeah, which is why we don't like make a point to list them in the title because otherwise it would just be like every <laughs> like every other title is like featuring Blue, like yeah. featuring Haley. Thank you. Yeah, but um, yeah, unfortunately we only got we only got Haley to to do vocals on one but like i i think i mentioned that she provided uh uh she was the one who actually provided synth help with that uh with that bass synth and threshold um oh yeah oh, that's so cool yeah and then having alfred that on that track cool. was actually a pretty last minute decision uh but it was very fun to do i like i just like that one came together so weirdly but it's like one of my favorites on the oh, album yeah. now uh but it was such a weird process yeah, Threshold. Yeah, I, I love Threshold. Threshold is definitely one of my my favorite songs on the album. Uh, I I I the sort of ending bit uh, is Penny. Is that is that you 
like rapping because yes. it does sound like the, you're rapping. The uh, the you're back with loathing, you're back to see. Yeah, yeah, that's me. And also, yeah, also Alfred contributes to that part as well. But I'm I'm doing the main, yeah. the main. They're all chained in the reverse. Yeah. No, I'm gonna make it. that whole thing. Yeah, that was I was primary. I, I I I find it so cool. There's like for like 30 seconds on this album, there's a rap bit for yeah. Like it, it does yeah, it yeah. does really fit in with with the whole sound of Thresher. I love also. rapping. I've always wanted to do more. Like I mean, originally Monster Town was gonna be a rap song. In the verses, oh. um, I just I just yeah, couldn't make it work. It, it just one. yeah, it just worked better as a as a a, a, mel- a melodic vocal song. But mm-hmm. originally, the the original demo has rap verses. Um, oh, I've always yeah. I've always wanted to do. Monster more. Town went through a lot of uh, changes yeah. in the uh, yeah in the vocals for sure. A couple of these were weird. Yeah. I mean, we can get into it if we like want to get yeah. more specific, like track by track. But like, yeah, this this one was very uh, enigmatic <laughs> in terms of like well, the process. Yeah. Let's let's maybe go through a little bit track by track. Yeah, do it. Yeah, uh, if we, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I feel like that'd be a, a, a decent structure if you if you guys are down for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that, uh, yeah. Before we do, actually, I'll I'll just cover that when we get to it. I was gonna say like a more sweeping <laughs> statement, but I'll just cover the first one that fits that. Book. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Before we uh, start, actually, I have my own sweeping. Statement. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> sweeping statements. Uh, All right, get the blues. Just like as a prelude. Uh, uh, I just want to say, like, uh, what I love about the album is, like, this really great exploration of different love narratives that you guys have done. Oh. Uh, some sort of platonic, some romantic, and I think overwhelmingly and overall a lot of self-love and a lot of yeah. self-care. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And it's it's this, like, really beautiful, like... I don't know. Uh, it's hard to describe. Uh, I really like hearing narratives of like things are tough right now and I'm being challenged by a lot of things, but I'm finding time for myself and I'm pushing through it. Mm-hmm. Like um, like Deadlock is a good example of that. Uh, yeah. So I just wanted to say like this is a really great, uh, very loving album I got, in my opinion. Thank you. I, li- I got like goosebumps listening to you say that because yeah. like. Nah, I, I mean, because I was cause... definitely feeling that too. Like, I was thinking through like multiple of the songs, like even, um, and I'll probably discuss this again. But like, this is, uh, I don't want like be like me, me, but this is like the first album that, like, unlike the Masquerade, where I was just like, yeah, I'm just making music because I want to make music. But this is like one of the first albums where like a good number of these songs were like, um, like I just tried to find a way to put the emotions that I was feeling into the instrumentation. So hearing that, like, just that, I don't know. It's yeah, it, no, it's it's, it's great. Insert goosebumps yeah. here, and I, I. It's it's particularly affecting me right now to hear that, like to the point where I honestly think I have like tears in my eyes, but like uh, or like I'm like soon to it. No, but like, but (laughs) you gonna cry? No, like the thing is, like, (laughs) like yeah, we we mentioned we're recording this before it releases, and so like this has been swirling around just like our own heads and like people in close vicinity, and so like we're just so excited to like hear what people think about it and like mm-hmm. this being like one of the first like outside of the inner circle responses like that that sentiment being one of the first outside of the circle like uh sentiments is really really meaningful so thank you so much for that you are absolutely welcome i i definitely agree like the the especially like themes of like you know self-assurance and like pushing forward and being your own reason to continue like mm-hmm. th- those sort of things like like really carry throughout the entire album this album like it really feels like both in instrumentation and in, in vocalization and you know in in great comp uh, in great part to just the way the album is structured like really feels like it is physically traveling from place to place interesting it, it's sort of like to me like the sort of start of the album is 
um it it kind of sounds like it's like the songs are taking place in this like small almost like night in the woods style yeah. town um you know and the surrounding like forest area and all of that and then as the album progresses it sort of um escapes the sort of shackles of where it grew up and then you know explores this world around that it never yeah that's yeah that's really cool that's really interesting there are there are definitely yeah. and you know i we should if we're gonna do track by track we should get into track by track in just a second but like yeah. for sure yeah. Yeah. no but yeah you're absolutely right there are like there like are there are journeys um being taken and like some of them are it's funny because like a lot of it does come together like unintentionally and like unplanned and like un like not premeditated um mm-hmm. but like there there are certain arcs that are intentional and like obviously come from like a personal place and so like they they uh they 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 do read like that and there are also i mean like there are songs that are legitimately <laughs> very sort of focused thematically on like traveling and moving yeah and like not only yeah. moving forward but yeah. like moving on and like moving to moving differently like it's it's mm-hmm. That's so that's really yeah, that's that's a good read. I like that. I like hearing that. I always love hearing like all the different um, like like Penny said, all the different reads and interpretations of it, because like we're very much of the belief that um, however one interprets it is a completely legitimate interpretation. And I, I just think it's really almost freeing almost or really cool at the very least to see how different people can get different things out of it, because yeah. usually it's yeah. for the best for that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And sharing your art with other the people is always an interesting experience yeah absolutely yeah well like and that that gets into the whole like death of the author kind of thing Mm -hmm. but like we we we've always found a lot of value in that where like uh a lot of the songs do have like legitimate uh meanings and like legitimate inspirations especially on the lyrical side um in in my case i I try so hard to like talk about something (laughs) when i when i write a song um even if it doesn't always work quite as well as i want it to uh but like I always try to put that in there, uh, just, you know, just for myself and, like, just so that there's, like, a, a focus narrative going on. But, like, at the same time, if somebody comes up to me or, like, comes up to us and, like, tells us, like, hey, uh, this is what this means to me, like, hell yeah. Like, that's cool. Good. That's yeah, correct. Absolutely. You're right in feeling that way. Yeah. We've talked a few times on the show about uh, death of the author or or death of the artist because with music especially, like – there can be some real shitty musicians Uh and then like you hear songs by them and you're like, damn, I wish you weren't a shit. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, as a, as a different example, but yeah, it is very like individual with music because people can have such intense, like memories and emotions associated with different songs. And even though it wasn't intended, like, you know, it's still really interesting to hear every time, especially with like, I think I talked about it with Mitski, like Mitski was kind of like, yeah, I have an intentionality behind, uh, be the cowboy, but also like, I don't need to tell people that because they have their own opinions about it. Right. Exactly. I was like, that's a pretty interesting way of doing it. Well, yeah. And like, if, if someone asks us like what a certain song means to us as we wrote it then like we're happy to tell them like obviously we're happy i'm happy i know i'm happy to talk about it but like yeah there is a certain point where like like it's it's so important to let people like have that experience for themselves as well um if you're working in like a kind of service in industry like entertainment um yeah like yeah so there there is there is a lot of nuance to the idea of separating art from the artist um also ryan did you want to you want to chime in with something 
Uh, I mean, you're pretty. Mu- I mean, that's pretty much on the nose. I know it's a bit um, it's a bit more difficult to convey meaning through music, so it's not as much an issue with what I say. Like, it's not gonna be like, did you put a violin in there because you're secretly lonely? <laughs> um, I know I did, which you like, all, and you did. Well, I mean, of course, but uh, <laughs> but like, I mean, it's it's obviously not a problem that I face, but I still do very much believe that like, um, if someone sees someone and thinks that I did put a violin because I'm lonely, then they can have that interpretation because it helps with their view on it. With the exception that Fret Street is gay, and I will not stand. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, gay rights, baby. It's pride. Happy pride. Happy pride, right, everybody. So, uh, track my track. Yeah, track my All track. Right, Let's do it. Let's Let's We're gonna be like track. this all month. So starting off. With decaf, uh, a yeah. very sort of it, it's it's kind of like an ambient song, you know, yes. to open up up the album. Mm-hmm. I adore it. It is one of my favorites. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, came together really weirdly. So, uh, so we wrote half calf before we we did decaf. Um, and that's a story in and of itself. Yeah, half calf was pretty much completed before decaf was even like conceptualized. Um, and decaf actually was going to be a song that happened after half calf in the album and was going to be a full like slow piano version of half calf. But then one day I was like, how about instead I do a thing? And then I just like recorded myself brewing Keurig coffee, recorded myself playing half calf very briefly on the piano. And I was like, this sounds nice. (laughs) Just put it together. Um, Mm -hmm. And it came together really suddenly. Like, like I said, a lot of the process of this album was really weird, but like I was feeling it. I was feeling the concept. Mm -hmm. I was feeling like it would be a really nice change of pace from how something like the masquerade opens up where it opens up the masquerade Mm -hmm. opened up with like, okay. So I think this is specifically the inspiration behind it. Now that I think about it, like I've always, I've always said that. And I, uh, sorry, I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm kind of like stealing the conversation a little bit, uh, Ryan. I mean, decaf was 100% you. I have nothing to add except for that. Like, like the only thing that I can say is that like uh, how the piano version came to be. And that was just because I was like messing around with the new uh, piano VST that I got. And I was like, hey, yeah. this sounds pretty Yeah, neat. yeah, yeah. And, it's and then after that, you did that. And I'm like, that is way better. Than <laughs> I went with that. Um, uh, so the, the way I've always talked about coffee and ramen i've always sort of like thought about this project is um that it's a it's a much more sort of introspective uh and much more like emotionally resonant and like kind of in 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 a laid back sort of way uh Mm -hmm. album than something like the masquerade which is very sort of like grand um at least in Mm -hmm. in ambition um the masquerade sort of comes in with like this 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 like sweeping declaration of like power and understanding and like self-realization and self-confidence um and then coffee and ramen is an afterward in in the sense that like it's it takes that to i i feel like a much uh or like i've been trying to take it to a much like deeper sort of calmer level um mm. and so i thought when i was making decaf i was like this should be the intro because this is sort of like the mission statement in tone and in emotion to what i want this album to be and what i think this album should be compared to the masquerade um so like whereas the masquerade comes in with intro which is like this very orchestral sort of like almost theatrical intro song decaf comes in with 
ambience and it comes in with a very a very quiet uh vocal hook at the end um and, a, and an unfinished vocal hook I I, I I i didn't finish the chorus at the end um and a lot of this stuff was felt out more than like i i didn't specifically say okay i'm not going to finish the chorus or like i'm specifically going to play the piano kind of quietly but it was definitely felt out um yeah and i i think that it was felt out that way for a reason so i yeah. Really appreciate that it left a strong impression like that because that was yeah. that was the point. Yeah, and, yeah um, like what I what I really I, like about um uh, like I mentioned earlier, decaf and three minutes as the intro and outro is that uh, to me it really feels like waking up in the morning with a decaf yeah. is you know the sort of energy and it's very sort of sleepy morning sort of positive <laughs> yeah. gentle energy and then three minutes kind of feels like to me. Like Ryan standing at the kitchen island, just sort of like leaning back and and like after a long ass day of like, you know, <laughs> up until 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. editing or doing something and then quickly making food and then going to bed. Yeah. yeah. It's a very like, you know, yeah. start of the day, end of the day feeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I really like. And I like how it's each of you individually. Yeah. And also, you know, I, it, I think it's interesting, you know, oh, it opens with coffee and then ends with ramen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's. <laughs> yep. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bingo. Not- um, and uh, I, I didn't want to. You can go. You can go. Oh no, that I mean, there's really nothing more to that thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was gonna say. Um, I was gonna bring this up when we got around to a later song, but um, I think that having those two as a bookend is appropriate because um, the very felt out nature is uh, very. It, it's again very much how a lot of the album was in some way, mm-hmm. shape, or form, especially with a uh, most notably with um, uh, uh, decaf, like we mentioned three minutes like we mentioned uh deadlock which when that one comes around i'm gonna be talking y'all's ear off i'm sure um, <laughs> yeah. but a lot of them and a lot of them are just were just very much like uh felt out in some way they weren't like this big labor it was like all right time to put a bunch of work into this sucker and make a big old song for go child a lot of them even like the beginning of monster town like when it was first incepted was very much just like uh, eh, we'll see how it do and uh, that theme's gonna come in the next song too god a lot of these were just kind of felt out yeah. you know what I think that's it, 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 it makes a very baby. it makes a very personal and like you said introspective sort of nature with it mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Music is always interesting because you can have an idea and it'll take like three months to, f- to yeah. finish it. Oh, or we you can have a one off thought and then create a song songs. in five minutes. Some of oh, these God, songs just... were hell <laughs> to get to get to the <laughs> yeah. finish oh, yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. One of the, one of these songs took probably I want to say almost the entire two and a half year uh, timeline that this yeah. album was to yeah, me. Yeah. So yeah, like it's I... it's wild. We we can talk about that later though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, all right. So next song. Next song. Yeah, let's talk about Good Morning. So um, I'll just talk about this because uh, uh, this one's going to be something that comes up later. And um, when I was going like, huh, a lot of these were kind of felt out mm-hmm. is because the original version of this song 
was based on a series that I, of streams that I do called the Deaf Music Challenge. Um, something that I had started to do a few months back, um, just sort of like, because I thought it was an interesting idea, and also because I noticed that, like, usually when I put way too much, like, thought into, like, oh, God, what's this chord going to sound like? Mm. Um, then I just psych myself out and I don't work. So what I did instead is Deaf Music Challenge, which is where I open up my music making software Mixcraft, I mute it, and then I see what I can make in two hours just going off on fundamentals alone, not being really afraid to, like, you know, see what it would sound like if I did this, and then when it's all done and over with, we'll see how it sounds mm-hmm. and uh good morning was one of the tracks that i did for it every so often after i was done i'd send them to penny and uh with a couple of them on a couple songs in the album uh she liked well enough to uh put them on and uh this was mm. definitely one of them oh yeah good uh, morning in particular i almost had to like strong arm you into finishing <laughs> because you sent me <laughs> you sent me like a th- you 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 had made the preview of it in 30 minutes and you had sent me like this it was, it was an hour this like did you was it i think it I, I think it was an hour. Like, yeah, the, the original, put, like, the original file is called took. Thirty Minute Preview, so I, I assumed it was because it was like a oh oh yeah you wait, you sent me what? like this minute and a half long instrumental thing that you had made on stream and i listened to it and i was like this is one of my favorite instrumentals you ever done you have to finish it i was like i want to write for this song so badly like i i told him like multiple times i was like finish dream the original title was called dream dogs i was like finish dream dogs that was like my mantra for the longest time because originally, like, uh, I mean, I was like, really, 30 minutes? Because usually it takes, like, an hour. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, that night I was just, like, really tired. And I was just yeah. like, hey, guys, just going to do 30 minutes. Just going to do a 30 minute one. Yeah. And then it was, like, so, one of the best, one of my favorites. <laughs> Oops. So it's wonderful. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, this this song also, like, in, in terms of, like, lyricism, like, it really does r- sort of um, start off the the sort of themes that we were talking about earlier you know of 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 getting up and and pushing through and Uh and 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 all of that and i think that's like i mean like structurally it just makes so much sense to have like you know coming from decaf and then having this be like the first song song on the album yeah Um, and like this well in this in the song is it is you're right it's about getting up um and it's interesting the journey that this one took and it's interesting the journey that a lot of the songs took where like I I sometimes I especially recently uh, have a hard time like finding what kind of angle I want to come at a subject with because like I'll know kind of like the the base foundation of like thematically and like uh in terms of like imagery and like uh motif kind of what i want to write a song about um just based on like feeling out the instrumental and like maybe what the instrumental is like what the working title is called that kind of thing but like i i sometimes have trouble finding how to convey that what i want to say and like how i want to say it and what the end result of the message should be like what the tone of it should be whether it should be sort of maybe like a downtrodden song from feeling that or maybe it should be sort of like an uplifting one uh good morning started originally it was gonna be kind of like uh the the way i was originally feeling it was a sort of like a regretful kind of kind of song um about like uh kind of it's inter- it's interesting because it honestly a lot of it didn't really come together until it until it's the final version that you hear on the album but like uh it, w- it it always had sort of like the dream the dream motif and like the dream subject matter and like i it was gonna be sort of about that feel i think i have it written down somewhere but it was like originally gonna be sort of like 
about the feeling of like waking up from a dream that like uh is very promising and very reassuring and then like you wake up to kind of just find that like nothing has changed uh like you haven't really gone anywhere you're just kind of like in bed yeah uh but then i sort of i turn i i i that became not it wasn't what i wanted to talk about anymore at a certain point and i and i thought it would be better to sort of come at it with the angle of like it's a story about like yeah maybe you you wake up and something is ideal or something was ideal in this in this like in this dream that you woke up from and it's a little sad and it's like it's it's a little unfortunate to wake up and find that like maybe something had gone right that you wake up and you remember oh wait things didn't go this way things aren't exactly how i want them to be right now but like you you can't like just kind of sit there and dwell on that because i it's a dream there's nothing you can do about it like you you got to you got a life you know yeah um yeah. you got to live it you got to you got to make the that, best of it i think that leads really well into deadlock as well that sort of like message of trying again uh-huh. and and sort of yeah trying to move past and trying to to feel better also like a very big like depression mood personally oh yeah of like, yeah. you know, like you can get so bogged down in things that could have been and things that you're hoping for, but like you're not sure if they can become. And and it's good just to to be in the moment and to just get up and and sort of get on with your life. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it actually yeah, yeah. it originally wasn't going to end with the sort of like uh, the sort of the the confidence of the waking world will be better for me as it does in the current version. But I thought that's what mm-hmm. I was feeling. Like I, this the song went through a journey while I was also going through a journey. And at the point where I wrote that last line in finality, I was like, nah, this this needs to end this way. This needs to like have a have a have a have a pin of hope at the end. Mm-hmm. Um just felt like the right thing to do. Yeah. I, I, I also I do think it's interesting because like like on this song and on a lot of other songs on the album, like even if the overall message is like hopeful, like there is still this twinge of, you know, kind of, yeah, melancholy is a way better word than Mm -hmm. what I was going with. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a twinge of melancholy to it. And I think that like, it really does like make the album, it, it, it like is part of what contributes to this general sense that I have of like groundedness and reality to this album. It doesn't sound like it was made using like, you know, real word instruments because it wasn't, but like even still, it, it definitely sounds like a like it's very much based in reality well yeah and i would go so far as to say maturity um sure because obviously you know everyone has growing that they need to do no one's really done maturing no one's really done growing but like i know for a fact that i am i would almost say fundamentally a different person than who i was when i was writing the lyrics for the masquerade and i know Mm -hmm. and not to speak for you ryan but like uh, I, I've heard you express the same sentiment that like both of us kind of had like a rough past like year or so like like 2018 was kind of a weird uh, space of like uh, of of change and like uh, stress and a lot of discomfort and uncertainty in a lot of different ways. And um, with that came inspiration for that that melancholy tone to a lot of it just because that's the space that we lived in for the longest time but also like it also came with growth and i i legitimately i i believe and i hope that listening to the masquerade and coffee and ramen back to back the the growth 
not only on a technical and a and a production level, but also on an emotional and a maturity and a an expression level is apparent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely yeah. think it is. Uh, the vocals definitely reflect it, and I'm just gonna dish out all my compliments to the you on that because <laughs> you're just really good at writing lyrics. Thank you. Well, listen, your your production you. skills have fucking skyrocketed as well. Like I, to this day, you send me stuff, and I'm like, hey, what? This is fantastic. <laughs> like, and it just it always <laughs> it's much. always getting better, like constantly. Thank you very much. So, uh. Actually, so you mentioned Deadlock. Do we want to keep going track by track and get into Deadlock? Because I feel like Ryan... Yeah. Yeah. I would love to go track yeah. by track and talk about Deadlock. Yeah, Ryan, let's go, let's, let's yeah. Ryan deserves deadlock. this. Give give this to uh, the boy. Ryan will explode if... I will just explode into confetti. Give this to the boy. <laughs> deadlock! So I love Deadlock very much. I love it a ton, and it's really, really <laughs> great. I think it's because it's the first time I've ever, like, made a song with, like, all this emotion put into it. Because, like, for the longest time, I was just, like, making music because I was like, hey, it's a, it's a song. It's a good. It sounds good. I like it. And, I mean, I still make songs like that all the time, but, like... I guess this is the first one that came from, like, an emotional place, and I put a, so much stuff into it, like, that means a lot to me, like, personally, <laughs> on a personal level, uh, and it's just, like, and it's so weirdly simple, and I just love it. It's, like, a weird, it's just been stuck in my head ever since I made it, and, uh, mm. I, I really love Deadlock. Uh, really, it's just sort of this, I, I just made it, I remember it was one night, um, when I was still sort of on a job hunt sort of deal, and I just really wanted to make music, because, like, it's just something that I wanted to do and nothing was really coming to me it was like a classic creative block sort of deal and um that sort of frustration that i was having manifested in so many different ways as uh, deadlock itself mm-hmm. not only through the um not only just through the theming of the passcode being you know like sort of like ah oh, keep on putting the wrong passwords as uh, since i sort of equate it to when you just keep on getting the password wrong i just sort of like hey i can make that sort of connection mm-hmm. uh, i remember I've, I've talked about it like a on a stream before but uh i was very much inspired by like a Steven Universe and uh, uh, the, the, the full disclosure how oh, that song had yeah, a weird yeah. like diet. I just really loved that diegesis of how um you yeah. can, how like the how the sound how the sounds in the song had context within the world that it was in, and I was like, I want to try to transfer to that as well. So that's kind of what I did with the whole passcode thing, giving it its own sort of meaning, giving it a meaning for the instrumental that I was making, and then even some like really subtle touches that didn't mean anything to anyone other than me. <laughs> like uh, for instance, um, I think my one example of it is um the little uh boobly boop synth background that happens recurring part of the song of just do 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 was because um that's the beginning yes! of um huh? okay wait did I, I not tell you that I, no i have never asked you this before but i have always wondered whether that was intentionally the same intro as the worry for not synth break 
it is absolutely the exact same intro for the word for not since okay. break. And the reason for that was because, like, at that time, I was doing a bunch of, like, just side-off songs. And I was just like, oh, I need some sort of fill. Uh, let's just throw in a... And it's like, oh, yeah, just like that. And I'd gotten so frustrated with myself because I thought, god damn it. I'm just using the same shit over and over again. Just like how I am keep on putting in this same freaking password. So I put that into it as, like, a way to sort of, like, transfer that sort of, like, frustration and, like, manifest it, I guess. Right. Mm. I've, I've always wondered that. I never, I keep, for, I kept forgetting to ask you. I, you don't, this has been, like, an emotional saga <laughs> in my mind trying to figure out and, like, ruminate on whether or not that was an intentional reuse of that melody or not. It, it was. Okay. It was. Oh, my God. My life is finished. <laughs> but um but kind of like uh, what Bye, i was mentioning Danny. earlier with everything just being like just strewn together kind of quick like not quickly but like very much feeling it out like it was literally just i made that all on one night i was just like i was literally like sitting in my parents down downstairs living room like i just got done playing overwatch and i was like i want to make a song i can't so i just like cranked that out sent it to penny at like 1 a.m and then penny was like hey that was nice <laughs> Here's some oh. lyrics. And I was like, <laughs> hey, Penny. Hey, Penny, you want to go Chelsea? Yeah, no. He sent, and I, and I he never sent changed, it to and me. I, never, he, I was about to say, uh, out of like everything else, I think this is the only song we've ever done that I didn't have like a second draft of the instrumental. Yeah, it's mm. it's it's stayed for maybe, exactly like, the intro. same. It is stayed for maybe like intro. Maybe. Uh, yeah. And outro. So, so, yeah. So he sent it to me. I don't respond Uh, for like 30, 45 minutes. I reply to him. I just I I listened to it. I was like, okay, cool. I grabbed it. I wrote lyrics to it, and I sent it back. And I was like, here, have this. And he was like, you want to make this a good song? We were like, yeah. Um, and now it's like so many people's favorite, and it means so much to us. Yeah. And it's yeah. and honestly, seeing so many people resonate with it, like, just makes me go, ha. Ah. Yeah. It's it's actually it's very serendipitous. Uh, this song. Um, because he sent it to me, and it also was pretty much exactly what I was feeling about my own creative process at the time. And then we release it and so many people agree, like, this is what I feel. This is, this means a lot to me. Thank you for this song. And like, that has continued to be really special to us. Yeah, I definitely relate to that. Yeah. So up next is Stipulation, which is just an Adventure Zone song. <laughs> we, we don't really have to talk yeah, about yeah. this one. Yeah, I think it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. about that and I was like, no, nah, I, I know it is. Yeah. yeah I, I, I liked, <laughs> liked Johan. I wanted to make a song about him. It, it was great. <laughs> after listening to Blue album i was like this is it yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so yeah. then moving on <laughs> <laughs> we did it moving on threshold alfred you're so good okay, and i love you so with threshold we can actually kill two birds with one stone here uh, and talk about three minutes yeah. as well i think because i mean that's gonna be a weird a like uh, uh boomerang because i just talked about yeah. me and i'm gonna talk about me it'll be two, it'll but I mean, it'll be fine. Yeah, so, it'll be so you I'll, you start with three minutes because we're going in yeah, chronological yeah, three minutes came first Three minutes came first. Um, well, actually, first, let me happened? let me ask. Did y'all okay. notice that it's essentially the same instrumental? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I really okay, like yeah. it. Yeah. Well, of yeah. course, Miles is going to notice because he's observant. <laughs> yeah. So. He's he's observant and a good podcaster. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And. So. <laughs> how sheer. Three minutes came first. Ryan, go. Yeah. So, um, three minutes. Uh, I mean, I was about to say what I did that day, but you heard it. Um <laughs> <It's a> song. <laughs> 
and like uh it, i actually like checked the dates on it and like lined stuff up uh well i'll say the payoff for that in a second but i mean it was just like a thing where because i had been feeling a lot of emotions in that past month mm-hmm. um mm. I had a uh, broken up with an ex. I had, uh, I had, um, like I mentioned in that, I had sort of turned around on the whole job market situation. I had um, had a lot of really strong emotions. I know that, like, I, I know Alfred can definitely attest to some of the calls I had with him during that time. Um, and it was just, a, it was just a wild, like, ride of me uh, just trying to take care of all that. And it was the first time I decided to actively, like, say. In fact, like the whole, the whole year of 2018 before I recorded that, I'd had like a weird sort of quasi like identity crisis almost i don't want to go as far as to say that like i don't want to be all like i was lost but (laughs) i definitely had like a weird divide in my head and like the stuff that i was doing online the stuff i did creatively stuff i did for fun and the stuff i had to do in real like in reality in the business world when i'm like doing a job thing and like after a while just at one point it did click in my head that hey i do all this stuff this is my life and I do put effort into it. So from a business perspective, you could say that anything there could be a marketable skill. Like freaking the music stuff is like creativity and like that can even be used in programming. And I was doing all like the help with like producing, sending it all to distributors. I could easily write that stuff down. Like and like from there to sort of like became less of like a, oh just adding stuff to my resume and more of like a uh, more of a representative like hey I'm becoming I'm like putting it all into one basket and becoming a more whole person. Yeah, I guess mm. is a way to say it. Yeah, and my whole the that. whole like schism in my brain of like uh, for for lack of a less dramatic term, the divide between Chongo and Ryan had sort of been like bridged and it's sort of like gone away, which I think was really really good for me and. Mm. Like that day that I went downtown and I went to an interview. Um, afterwards, I had actually been to a coffee shop and I had uh, I had a call with a uh, recruiter that my friend hooked me up with. And that day, in fact, come to think of it, this is probably what inspired me. We were just talking. It was like, okay, so yeah, you do computer science stuff. Yeah, 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 cool. Uh, you have a math degree. Okay, nice. Anything else you want to tell us for us to consider? And I decided to just offhandly mention it's something that I didn't mention to most uh, um, like uh, people who are job hunt words recruiters. Mm. Um, I just. I decided to like because I thought like oh it's just a childish thing but I decided to throw it in I was like I really love games and I feel like I'd really want to make games and at that point they kind of stopped and they said huh okay well there's actually a uh, company very nearby in Duluth that uh, makes slot machines and we could try to get you something there we feel like like you got math you have computer science you could work really well there and I did. So the fact that I realized that that day was the day that I recorded it I don't know it was really like yeah. It really resonated, I guess. And yeah, then I, I think that's a really cool story. Yeah. And then I just kind of one did it all in one take. I was like, okay, let's go. And then I sent it over. Penny was like, I really like the baseline. That's what she sounds like <laughs> when she's off air. Yeah. This is actually um, a this is actually a fake voice. Impression. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't use this voice in my day to day. Now, now Penny, yeah, and then, Penny uh, could you break off a little bit of your real voice? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so excited to um, talk about the rest of the album, guys. <laughs> So then uh, after that happened, uh, that was made for a while. And then after a while, Penny just said, you know, that baseline's really good. I was like, this is Let's tasty. Just ra- 
let me break off a piece of that Kit Kat bar and make it into its own song. And that became Threshold. Mm-hmm. Oh, which okay. Which we'll talk about right now. Yeah. And yeah. So, uh, so then Threshold, uh, Ryan sent me uh, this demo that was uh, sort of like a, a, a section, or I guess like, what would it be like the first? I don't know. He just, he just sent me this alternate was, instrumental. Yeah. He sent me this alternate instrumental to three minutes that uh, we, we called one, 128 seconds at the time. Or 180. 180, yeah, sorry. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, like, uh, the bass went through a lot of changes because, like, I heard I heard the song and I was like, this instrumental is great. I want the bass line to be different because originally it was, like, sort of like a, a synthetic, like, uh, string bass um, kind of sound. Yeah. And I was like, like, this doesn't sound bad, but I could see this as, like, a more, like, Sort of like uh, saw. I I I really don't know how to describe it, but essentially the final bass sound is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> so like what what you hear in the final song is exactly what I was envisioning, and I was like, I want it to sound like this. Can we make this happen? And it took like I want maybe like couple months or so to to get all the pieces in place to make this happen but we essentially we kept toying with the bass sound and we kept like calling in favors and stuff and then once we got that down uh well like in the meantime i was writing the song and then uh once we got that down uh i pulled in alfred because one night i was writing it and i was like you know this could do with a guest vocalist it wasn't planned to have a guest vocalist but i was like i'm gonna call in a favor from my good friend paper box house <laughs> alfred coleman so i literally i messaged him on discord i was like hey because that's what i actually sound like um i was <laughs> right, like hey yeah. do you want to be <laughs> i was like do you want to be on a go child song and he was like sure and then that came together you and calling in the favor from the mafia that he owed you yeah pretty much um so then we we got on discord and we wrote the uh the foundation to alfred's verse um he he contributed some lyrical work and then um at a certain point i had to finish off the rest of it because things were getting kind of busy um so i finished off writing the lyrics for the rest of it and then we got in another call and like sort of finalized the, the recording together and uh then i i mixed it together and um I uh, I had him do some some extra background vocalization and had him contribute to the rap part at the end. But yeah, uh, it's it's a good one. It's one of my favorites. I think it's one of our best songs. Um, Same. I really enjoyed it's, it. Yeah, it's a really really good song. It came together yeah, so well, <laughs> and it came together so differently than what um, I originally. Yeah, way differently than I ever expected. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so like the 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 vocal melody. I do this sometimes with Go Child songs when I just like I'm I'm at a I'm at a roadblock. I w- I will take vocal melodies that I apply to like other pre-made instrumentals in the past, just like on my own time, and then just like repurpose them. So like the whole um time is all I have to spend. That was something that I had already written like months ago. Um mm-hmm. and I and I plucked it and I I put it over the instrumental because I was like, hey, it works here. Um and then in the same way, the rap portion at the end, the you're back with loathing that. That also came from something else. I that is something that I also took from somewhere else and applied to the end of it. Um, oh. Yeah, and it, and it all came together. Um, I think it's a it's a beautiful tapestry. It's a quilt. <laughs> Thank you. It's a quilt song. <laughs> got someone. It's so warm so. and comforting. All right. Uh, so so yeah. So Fret Street and Monster Town are kind of sister songs. Yeah. Yeah. Very yes. much. So. Yes. Um, yeah. I know. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, uh, Monster Town is originally Fret Street. I sent. Kind of similar to Deadlock, except I actually expanded on uh, Monster Town. Yeah, that it uh, went through a lot on. of changes. 
Yeah, and not to mention we had Brian um, kicking it. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I totally forgot to mention Brian. Yeah, so Brian 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 on YouTube uh, is an instrumentalist. Uh, He he mainly works in, like, rock and and, and metal stuff. And we have, we have, uh, he's he's helped us out a lot on this album, specifically with uh, with Monster Town and with uh, Half Calf. He has provided uh, guitar stems for us, and uh, it's been very, very wonderful. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Monster Town, um, I guess sort of encompasses, well, because, like, okay, so Fret Street, I'm just gonna go, I'm gonna come around and say it, uh, it's based off of Resident Evil, lyrics are based off of Resident Evil, I've been Wait, super what? obsessed oh, with Resident Evil, I've been playing Resident, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never told you this, um, God, the song is, <laughs> I just throw my hat down, <laughs> damn it, the song's about Resident Evil, the song's about <laughs> Resident Evil, I'm saying it right now, the stomping thud across the hall is very much clearly representative of Mr. X stomping around in the raccoon police department, I'm gonna say it, I, uh, I, this is your love song, God, that explains why well. halfway through I thought I could vaguely hear, that bastard just won't die, <laughs> <laughs> this thing won't die. <laughs> That's it. That's I it. That. I I feel like when I was listening to Fret Street, like I some like I didn't know that it was about Resident Evil, but I figured it had to be about something like that. Like I, it, <laughs> yeah, like the there well, was like. It's definitely in. Insp- it's I. I. It's not a fan song like stipulation. Sure. I don't. I don't say it's about. Yeah. I say it's about Resident Evil as a joke. It's more inspired by the feelings of something like sure. Resident Evil to more represent yeah. the rest of the story of something like Monster Town, which is not about Resident Evil. Um, I just yeah. no. No, it's about Silent Hill. Of course, yeah. No, it was just. <laughs> yeah. It's. It was just very. It was a very potent. It's. It was a very potent source of imagery in my mind, and I felt like I was yeah. inspired enough by it that I should utilize it in some way. Um. Although. I will say yeah. the part at the end, the the very quiet, like "Why have you returned?" It goes to me. That's not. That's something. That's for just from the brain. Oh. Ooh, yeah, I love the brain stuff. Thanks. Yeah, I, I think Fred's encompasses. Really <laughs> I love the brain stuff. I love the hey. brain stuff. Hey, I love. The, I, I love Penny's brain. I stuff. love the brain stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I Fret playing. Street really does encompass that sort of like claustrophobic anxiety uh-huh. sort of feeling that I definitely get from Resident Evil, uh, which was one of my uh, favorite game and also movie franchises because they're so bad, they're so deeply oh, upsetting. Man. I haven't seen them, but <laughs> I'm I'm a new Resident Evil fan. I'm I'm very much I'm still sort of inaugurating myself into the fandom of that. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I actually had a blast working on it just because um, I really like reincorporating uh, melodies, which you can hear in like you know Masquerade. Um, the fact that I keep on using the beginning of um, uh, the Worry for Not Stinger and uh, mm-hmm. Breakfast Blend, which uh, did they get a did they get a copy of the instrumental album? I don't think so. No, there's there's a no. bonus track on the no. instrumental album called Breakfast Blend. I'll which talk is about like, that later. Yeah, I'll well, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it's it's like an instrumental like eight bit version uh, combination of like the melodies and like melody hooks from. Um, from the songs on this album. Oh. We'll send it to you oh. after we're done here. Ooh, like it's very nice. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Rad. But uh, I definitely had a lot of fun working on that because, like, um, there's one particular part of the... In- like, there are a few very... Uh, there are a couple good parts of the instrumental of Monster Town that I really loved when I originally made them. Oh. Most notably, the... Yeah. And the boom, boom, Everything about that I really liked. So I really love just, like, sort of converting that into a different but still very present feel. Yeah. 
and also and that, was just, that was a blast. I forgot to mention this is this is another one of those cases where I reused an old melody, and this is in melody the vocal melody the na 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 that um I've actually publicly sang that melody before. Um, it used to be a song that I came up with in middle school called "All Hail the Bats." And it was, it was a brief song about a dystopia where the world is overrun and ruled by mutant bats. What? Love. Uh Uh-huh. Good. No, 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 hold on. (laughs) And then I took that. No, 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 I we probably don't have time, but do you I want to hear also, the original lyrics. I want to. I want to know short. more about this dystopian bat bat world. It, like, it was. It, I you were gonna say I want to know more about middle school. It pending. wasn't. It well, was. It, it wasn't very well developed. I just had a song. It goes like this: Back in 2024, the bat army declared a war after they were genetically mutated. <laughs> It was a simple accident born out of sheer incompetence. The price was steep, but yet we had to pay it. But little did we know that they were well prepared to win the fray. The birds and squirrels assisted in their silence. It wasn't long they were betrayed. The bats left them to stop and say, why did we have to assist evil tyrants? I fucking love, I love that. that so much. I, I want love that. Good. I, 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 I want like more from this world. Next album. <laughs> next album. I, next album. It's just I, bat apocalypse I, and every track. I'm honestly, I'm honestly surprised that we haven't written like a comedy song yet. Yeah, we have like Honestly. five of them planned. Like we have uh, uh, Shoe Fly, we have All Hell oh and Bats, we have Yeti, we have motherfucking oh my God, Yeti. I and forgot Bear about fight. Shoe Fly. And don't forget Yeti and Bear Fight. Oh my god. Well, the- And motherfucking transitive pizza! I, Hello? I do- I did use the Yeti and Bear Fight melody for a snub dub episode, but I feel like we could still get away with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Haley is going I to kill us. I forgot about Shoe Fly. You just said Haley will back. find you. Haley will find me. She already knows where I am. So I'm, I'm, I'm pet sitting your cat. I have a key to her apartment. She'll be fine. <laughs> anyway, oh, hold that hostage. Yeah. So Fre- Fret Street was very sudden, and it also came from a lot of different places. But it also is weirdly cohesive. <laughs> like mm. considering that i think at least in terms of like tone I think so yeah yeah um yeah but then yeah so then monster town which came first i love monster town you, please take your time and i'll wait till you're through Thank you. Yeah, was, a lot um, of people do. Amanda, Amanda loves it too. Monster that Town, was popular. I, I, I think Monster Town is is my favorite song on the album. A lot of people like mm. it. We 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 showed the yeah, demo. It's definitely the most. It's definitely the most upbeat. Um, yeah. Song mm. on the album. It's it's yeah. the it's the most popular opinion song on the album. Uh, we we showed a lot of people the demo. Um, when it was and it, it, it this this was the one I think that took the longest to make overall um and yeah i was about to say if you want to get technical with life cycles atlanta by a little bit but that wasn't so much work
work. That was just more like, okay, it's been about eight months. Let's add something. Yeah, let's add something. <laughs> no, but yeah, but Monster Town uh, was actually in development hell for quite a while. I was actually really worried about this song. Um, I I was I didn't know if it was gonna make it to the end, but um, at a certain point, I just like cracked it. I just like like we like because the instrumental was done <laughs> for the longest time, at least in draft form. Um, and so I had it all there. I had it all there to work with, say, for, like, stems here and there, which eventually did get done and did get replaced. But, like, overall, it was just kind of sitting there. And I kept on trying to take cracks at it. Like I said, it was originally going to be a rap song. Um, and I... So what's really interesting about the final version of the song that I actually really enjoy because it's really weird, but it works in the end, is that every melody that you hear me sing in this song <laughs> used to be a melody that I was going to use for just the chorus. So oh. the verse melody, the whole I tear through this town, I swim mm-hmm. it, that whole thing, even leading up to like the pre-chorus, that was originally just the chorus of the song. Um, and then the whole is this another dream or just a nightmare didn't come until a lot later when I, out of desperation, recorded myself just saying nonsense gibberish sounds and trying to feel out a melody to the song just to get something going naturally because mm. I wasn't having a good time artificially writing anything. Sure. Um, the gibberish yeah. version's five dollars extra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you want it, you won't have it. It's literally me making like simlish like splatoon sounds like and then of that and I have the file still. It's on here there, somewhere. There are wait there what? you didn't send that to me. There I are, never did. No. This is, this is unrelated miles, but they are kind of related. Hi. But uh, they do they hey, do make songs like people have made plenty of songs that are like sung in simlish and shit. Yeah, yeah. Katy Perry uh-huh. did the fucking yeah. firework. Yeah. That that, sh- that should be a theme. That should be a theme for a future episode. Yeah, can uh-huh. can we get a uh, can we get a mod for Sims Four that's just Penny <laughs> Penny Penny's Monster <laughs> Town some simlish demo? Yeah, um, I might release it someday. Who knows? <laughs> It's yeah. weird. Hell yes. But yeah, I, I like how uh, Fret Street is sort of this, like, you are afraid of a monster track, and then Monster Town is you are the monster sort of yep. energy. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I really enjoy yeah. that. And, and like, again, earlier we were talking about how, like, theming and thematics and, and like, ordering the album, like, it, it is really fun, I think, to sort of go from, like, you can imagine the narrative of, like, you got turned into a monster or something. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's, uh, mm. it's actually a very important song to me in terms of, like, uh, lyrical theme and like the message behind it and like the inspiration for writing it because it's it's um it's very uh it's very it's drowning in the fantastical motif of like a sort of like a a transylvanian town filled with like Mm. classic monsters and stuff but like that is all in the interest of representing what it means to me and like what how i was feeling at the time and like how i still kind of uh feel when reflecting on the events that led to it in the first place um Uh yeah it's it's quite it's quite important to me in that sense. Um, so I'm I'm really happy that it reads that way because that's intentional. I'm I'm glad that like uh the uh the the difference is is uh, is readable because like very intentionally yes the song is more about being the monster or like escaping that role mm-hmm. uh rather than being scared of something in particular mm. which also is, yeah. uh I'm I'm a simple idiot I. When I right, it's fine. when I so hear uh, this sort of like Halloween shit, uh, just like when I hear some Scooby Doo shit, I, I mean, <laughs> I hear this Scooby Doo bullshit. Actually, 
Actually, there are a couple of songs on this album that, like, that I was legitimately li- listening to and was just like, like, in, a, like, a Scooby-Doo chase scene, this song would be perfect. <laughs> we love Scooby-Doo. That's a compliment. Hey. I do love Scooby-Doo. But, okay, so what were you saying? <laughs> the fucking boy Scooby. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, like... <laughs> Yeah, you're a simple idiot. Was, and yes. Uh, well, I just like you know. Do you, do you I, mean to say that you just appreciate it for the the thematic uh, motif and and for like the Halloween vibes? Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's I, totally like, valid. Hell yeah. yeah. Like that's yeah. that's absolutely what I'm getting at. Is this this like yeah this 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 very like like on the like it's it's on the nose and it isn't you know yeah well like, it's it's very yeah. much it's it's a it's. It's it's one of the most like double meaning songs of the album in mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. the it's the it's it's very much multi purpose. Um, if you want it, like just if yeah. you appreciate the song as like oh hell yeah Halloween time let's get spooky with this let's put some spiders and spider webs up on the wall then yeah go ahead that's <laughs> if it's valued if it's valuable to you in that sense then that is that is valid that's wonderful I love that I'm yeah. glad that it serves that purpose. Um, yeah, and you're not like, of, and you're not like any like more of an idiot or less of like a auteur or an artiste if you yeah. if you're like not searching for that hidden meaning because like not everything is meant to find a fucking hidden meaning behind it. Like yeah. if I'm watching Inception, yeah. I can go all like, hey, city's folding in on itself. That's cool stuff. That's and pretty cool. Like, <laughs> in- insightful stuff. That's pretty neat. <laughs> Show me Leonardo DiCaprio, please. Yeah, that's so, why like, I like uh, action movies and stuff because I'm like, hey, lads, that building just blew up. And I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> that you was like to, nice. Yeah, you if, don't have to like pick everything apart in order to love it. Okay, good, yeah, good like well, it, yeah. If like if analyzing and enjoying on a on a more like deeper understanding or like a more a more interpersonal interpretation is how you enjoy it and how you find value in it, then that's wonderful, and I will gladly assist in whatever I can or whatever I'm comfortable talking about in that sense. But also like if you just like the music, you like the music, and that's wonderful. That's why yeah, we do well, it. That that's basically like the two halves of this podcast yeah. is yeah. is I'm I'm a lyric heart and a meaning heart <laughs> yeah and so and uh and a rhythm heart yeah. and Mars is also a rhythm heart and a production heart yeah. yeah I yeah. I, I Mars is just all about those spooky scary skeletons absolutely I I, I will legitimately like spooky scary skeletons is an actually genuinely good it song really it's is, a though. good song it's a good song it fucks like I was like I gotta put this as a big mashup thing and then I just listened to it and I was like. I've been asleep for a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's a good song. There was a period yeah. last year where all I listened to was this playlist of music from the 1930s to the 1960s <laughs> of like Halloween style, like Cab Calloway songs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and it was a it good was time. Fully July. Yeah, that sounds that sounds fantastic. <laughs> Oh, it was beautiful. But yeah, that's Monster Town. That's Monster um, Town. That's Monster Thank Town. you. All right. Big, so, big shout outs to Brian. He absolutely yeah, no, brought oh this God. one to the finish line in a big way. Yeah, I'm going to do a quick uh, shout oh, out yeah. to Brian on this one. Even though you just did, I'm going to add to it because that's how it is. So in the second uh, verse, I was like, because originally I was just like, hey, I'll just put in this little um, guitar solo line. And uh, when it comes to like guitar solos, I have like idea for like really good, like um, recurring melodies like that. But then, like, that came, and I was like, all right, I just put a nice little solo, and I was like, all right, Brian, I know that, like, I just kind of, like, threw notes on there really, really quick to give that sort of idea of, like, oh, man, it rocks, but, like, if you want to <laughs> defer from it, you can. And then he said, and no, he I'm gonna do it. 
No, well, no, well, he he did he, he did, did he, do he, some of he it. He didn't do every he did, like, note. Some of it. Yeah, he did the beginning of it, which surprised me because I was like, ah, I feel like I feel like when I did that, it just didn't sound right. And then he did it, and then it rocked, and I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to hear what he does for the rest of it. And for the rest of it, he didn't follow along. <laughs> Instead, he just brought my fucking house down. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking like like. <laughs> Yeah, he, God, he killed it. I was like, <laughs> I, I my monocle popped off into space. My <laughs> monocle fell into my teacup. <laughs> and I said, dear heavens. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> he killed it. He killed it. And, you know, like, we're, we're not there quite yet. But also, I'll go ahead just in case we forget to mention it. He did provide guitar stems for the end of Half Calf as well. And he killed that as well. Yeah. So, like. Oh, sincerely nice. fantastic fantastic go support his music yeah he is really good he also has we've collaborated with him a bunch individually uh-huh. as well yeah he actually nice. he did the instrumental to uh the his world cover at the beginning of the sonic 06 dub um and he also did the oh, instrumental yeah. to the uh to the the alive cover at the beginning of the spider-man dub he helps out with dub oh. music a lot he's great anyway yeah he's i great. really liked that cover by the way yeah Every yeah, time yeah. I, I go to a fan dub now, I'm like, really when's good. Penny gonna do a sing? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I still, I think, I mean, Mr. Brightside was the best, but that's <laughs> inaccurate. Mr. Listen. Bright Sly, thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, Mr. shit. <laughs> yeah, you're misinterpreting my art. Oh, don't say the voice all the Bentley. Um, no, yeah, I, uh, I'm definitely gonna do more uh, Bentley jukebox covers for the future slide. <laughs> oh, thank That's God! The next Gerchild album. Yeah. Um, the next one is absolutely going to either be All the Small Things by Blink One Eighty Two or Determinate by Lemonade Mouth. I haven't decided yet. I thought you were about to say the next <laughs> one is gonna be Umami, and we were just gonna like have a really bad transition. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Actually, this brings up a kind of a, an interesting uh, point. Have y'all as Go Child, like, or, you know, individually, have you ever thought about, like, doing, like, a, a, a full-on cover album? Yes. Uh, we talked yes, about it. That's all. We, we, well, we've God, talked about I, it in more ways wanna... than one. We've had different ideas. We were going yeah, to do uh-huh. a full-length, yes, legit wait, cover we, album. Okay, yeah, the full length one. Which, which, I, it could still happen someday. We haven't, like, officially yeah, canceled yeah, it. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, I gotta keep it in the chamber. No, I'm talking about the full length, the the one we were just gonna do legit of songs we like. Oh, I thought you meant Empty Dubs. It, no, yeah, it was called, it was called Unoriginals. Um, and it, it oh, hasn't yeah, been, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it hasn't been, like, officially canceled or anything. We just haven't, I mean, we're working on all yeah. this other stuff, so we just haven't sure. done it. But I'm, I'd still be down to do it. And yes, as Ryan is implying, there is a secret project, which we still want to do so badly. We've been working on it for a while. <laughs> we got it for a like, long time. <laughs> we've been wanting to do it for so long. Yeah, it's 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 a secret EP. That's all we're going to say about it. Um, all right. But we're very keep excited it about it in concept. Keep the hype. Keep the keep hype. Keep the hype. Okay. Keep the hype. Okay. 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 A cover album would be really fun though i think yeah well, yeah. yeah well we've done a couple cover songs uh we did want you gone and we did uh experimental, experimental film. film yeah by might be yep. uh all right all right all right uh but yeah so we yeah we we can we can cover umami yeah. pretty pretty quickly um yeah 
Yeah, I'm probably gonna keep things kind of quick because I don't want. Like, I do not want to keep the GF waiting too long. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, Umami's not a pretty, in the rush that I was earlier. Umami's a pretty simple yeah, pretty one. Yeah, I can. It, it, I can yeah. give my piece on it super quick. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, essentially, this is a bit more like a masquerade song for me, and that uh, like it's one that like I went and I was like, hey, I want to make a song. It's gonna be for the Go Child album. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it. And I just. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, there's a bit more to it. Like, uh, there was a lot more. This is definitely a point where I was like, I think I want to experiment a little bit more, specifically with like um, chord structure and with um, effects. Like, I wanted to actively go into this, and this is before I did like Deaf Music Challenge, and I was just like, I'm just gonna put a chord here, and it'll work. I'm sure. Uh, where I was, uh, I. I still wasn't very confident on them, but like, uh, I definitely have like a bit of a weird chord flip at one point. The, uh, I think it was like a G to a G7, just like right before the end is one I really like. And then, um, I also just played along with a lot of like, um, effects. Yeah, it's a very just... wet sounding song. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer moist. <laughs> You're the only one who would. <laughs> nah, but uh, orig- I originally named it uh, Waterbolt, both, uh, well, mainly as a joke on a stream that I did once, because um, in Terraria, there's a spell called Waterbolt, and it's my favorite spell in the entire game, and I was like, I'm going to make a fucking Go Child song called Waterbolt one day, and there it is. And you did, yeah. And I really <laughs> love the melody from it, and Blue's backup vocals right at the end fucking slay me. They uh blue is so good blue is absolutely so incredible great. yeah uh we haven't i don't i don't i mean monster town is where she appears first i believe yeah looking at the track list mm. she appears first in monster town uh and continues yeah. on until atlanta um she absolutely killed it like uh i mm-hmm. her contri- her contributions have been so incredibly valuable and she's been such a trooper about it and like so so enthusiastic and helpful and she's just like ridiculously talented and good and like yeah. across the board every single song she was a part of she made it better like instantly yeah. just by having mm-hmm. her vocals on it like it was instantly yeah. better uh, no a little while ago um blue uh and then a little bit later Haley and i uh were all streaming um and blue and Haley were doing just like little music covers and stuff yeah. and i was drawing and it was just so delightful to like hear their process of like picking what to do and like warming up yeah it was just so nice couple. and i was like oh i love yeah, you guys i love them so much they're wonderful wonderful people and wonderful friends and they added so much value to this project and i'm certain if they're on board we'll continue to add value to the music moving forward but like yeah so yeah. umami on my end uh it definitely it went through a, a lot of changes in terms of uh lyrical theme um mm-hmm. the the final version of the song uh is actually a really i think interesting narrative um that i wasn't expecting to cover uh but it's i it's it's a song about like i guess like addiction obsession um kind of like succumbing to a to a uh to 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 instant relief and instantaneous satisfaction that in the long run only really kind of makes you feel yucky sure um yeah and uh i definitely i i went with like a food theme uh for because i personally i have like I have a very unhealthy relationship with food at times. Um, and, uh, that sort of, uh, that informed, uh, that informed it from a, a, a sort of metaphorical and, uh, motif level. Um, 
And then I also managed to uh, take that in a very, uh, in a very uh, self, sort of self uh, analyzation level uh, and kind of make it something meaningful for me. Uh, Talk about a struggle because Mm. I I have a very, I have a very uh, naturally obsessive personality. Um, I'm, I haven't been like, a lot of my problems are undiagnosed, (laughs) but I'm pretty certain I have like an addictive personality um, and I, I, I fall very easily to uh to impulse um and it's it's a problem and i I, i'm getting better with it over time but i I wanted i i ended up writing the song about that um and uh it actually it worked out very well in that i was able to uh have it align with the ramen theme of the album and kind of like uh complete the the balance of having like two coffee songs songs and two ramen songs in in the album (laughs) yeah because it was mostly coffee songs for a while (laughs) (laughs) and then i was feeling left out yeah (laughs) Um, i crossed my hands and i was like tapping my foot yeah uh (laughs) and you said penny how fucking day yeah well well and like and ryan specifically requested that this be a ramen theme song and the uh the title that he had in mind was wet noodles which like works as a ramen title but i was like I was like, yeah, yes, I, I, I got, I was like, yes, I will like, I will make this a ramen song. And then I called him up one day. I was like driving to get lunch and the idea just popped in my head. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I know what I'm going to write the song about. And I know I, how I can make it work as a ramen song. So I called him and I was in the car. I was just like, Hey, I was like, you know, that sound you've been looking for. <laughs> like, oh, to this. I was like, how about and that's the- how we got Johnny be good on our album. Yeah. And that's, that's why. And how, um, I called him and I was like, how about umami? And he was like, that is the best title I have ever heard. <laughs> um, yeah. Galaxy Brain. Galaxy Brain. So yeah, uh, it all worked uh, out I'm very actually well. Gonna, I'm actually going to interject before we go on to the next song, just because, um, just as like a little personal thing, I'm not sure if I ever told you this one, um, Penny. Uh, but, uh, so originally before it was about, uh, had that theme, uh, she wrote the song to be about imposter syndrome and, um, like, I definitely respect the change. I think that the change works out really, really greatly. Um, but she had sent me the first demo of it, uh, shortly after I had, uh, lost my job and, uh, like, I don't know the song like the version that she had even even like a, an incomplete version even a like first draft version still was powerful enough that it helped me out through a lot so Penny uh, just your talent Thank that's you. what I'm getting at here <laughs> Thank that's you. the bottom line yeah it went through it went this through this is the Wheel of Penny podcast it went through like it yeah. went through a lot of different themes uh it started as an imposter syndrome song and then it went to a song about self-love uh, which I instead kind of took and expanded across the entire album in certain ways instead of just condensing it into yeah. one thing. And then I, like, the thing is, like, I enjoyed all of these themes and I feel like all these themes were important and, like, were important to address and talk about. But, like, I also, this one was just the one that made it to the finish line, you know? It's like, I didn't necessarily prefer any of them over the other. It's just, like, this is the one that ended up working the best in terms of, like, ease of, of writing and ease of, like, theme um and yeah so it it was a weird one in terms of the journey it took lyrically but the rest of it's pretty simple so we can move on so so half 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 calf calf 
Half cow. So this is another I'm gonna one. say it differently because I have an accent. <laughs> uh, this one was actually. Uh, I'm actually gonna say. So the first, the way this one started was um, ironically, this was from my very first uh, deaf music challenge that I did. Uh-huh. Uh, the second song I ever made, a penny was on call as it happened. And at that point, I was just like taking this idea of like just throwing at the wall and seeing what sticks to the absolute extreme. I was going like four four time, get out of here. This is gonna be a three four song, but a <laughs> steel fast drums. Three, four song. Let's do it. <laughs> it's gonna be a fast three four song with ambience yeah and steel drums and then i realized just fast three four was just me making a six eight song but i didn't say anything about it later <laughs> <laughs> i like to keep like, no things say secret sometimes yeah if i don't tell anybody no one will know <laughs> yeah like when i was mashing up when i was mashing it up in a behind till later i was like all right, Rad. Uh, I guess the three four song made up with heartache. Wait, heartache six eight. Wait, half cab's been six eight this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you double three four, you get six four, which isn't Sometimes. six eight. You get something else interesting. Sometimes using a little thing called math. Right, you're you a math mathematician. Math six four. <laughs> what are you? Six, eight, and three, four are the same thing. <laughs> Don't guess what, me. asshole? I've been six, eight this entire time. <laughs> I was gonna say that <laughs> next. You, you stole the meme. <laughs> six, eight the entire content. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the original uh, concept of um. <laughs> Original concept of it was just a, an, a me just going like, okay, I think this is going to work. And then I played it and I was like, huh, that worked. <laughs> it does work. It's a <laughs> And then we, shit, and then we decided to make it a whole song. Yeah. And when you really, when you really look at like the composition and the instruments that he put in this song and like the way it, like if you look it, the sum is so much greater. No, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts so intensely with this song. I think. Good God, um, yeah. Mm. Like, I, I was expecting to listen to it and just be all like, okay, it's a fucking train wreck. It is and a, you know what? It is an, it's a good train it's wreck. It's an ambience synth steel drum 6 8 <laughs> nightmare of a composition, it's, but it's so beautiful. It's, this, <laughs> it's gorgeous. <laughs> It's a, it's like a delightful, very like bubblegum backing, yeah. yeah, and and to like a very like emotional sort of l- lyrical journey, which is one of my favorite sort of uh, uh, narrative devices in song making is is that sort of like really fun, funky, fresh uh, music with just d- capital D depression. Yeah, that, that's well, that's that's what I've always appreciated about old classic Owl City, and I definitely took that influence with me. Oh yeah, to the mm-hmm. modern yeah. day. Um, yeah, the story of this song, uh, so this is one of the three songs that was originally released released as a single, so people have already heard this one, um, so I've talked about the song is about uh, lyrically it's it's the story of uh, and it, it definitely came from a personal place uh, but I'm, I'm speaking in the third person just as a method of talking about it. Uh, it is about it's it's the story of someone who recognizes downfall and recognizes their their weakness and recognizes that they have uh given in to to uh bad habits and toxicity and bad behavior but doesn't come at it with a a an understanding of like i need to put effort into choose like it's 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 some it's it's sort of like it's looking at the the concept of complacency with uh 
with a sort of like tongue in cheek kind of dismissive tone um and like uh and sort of like the result of that and and the sort of result of like sitting in that complacency like i'm just here uh i'll just go ahead and just cut off this part and just go ahead to to and the the title half calf is important in the sense that it, it it represents sort of like that divide of like knowing that you you can't be on the fence if you want to get better you got to get better if you don't you don't you can't do both at the same time um which is where the 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 hook i've tried to combine pieces that won't so here i go um except in half calf it comes at it with actually kind of a pessimistic angle uh like you said it, it's a it's a song with a very peppy background background track but it, it is written with capital d depression and capital p pessimism um uh and i i found that a very interesting angle to to play it with um and ultimately by the time the album is finished we can get into this when we get into it but i found that it's actually very fitting because it also works as a prelude to one of the future songs um and uh i don't know i just really i'm really proud of this song from a lyrical and from a thematic angle i feel like a lot of this album is like my strongest lyrical work um, and I feel yeah, like I, can I definitely attest to that. I would agree with Thank that. you. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like I've gotten a lot better and obviously there's still a lot of room to grow, but I feel like I've gotten a lot better about, um, finding the right way to say things and, and finding uh neat kind of like thematic hooks that can, uh, one of my favorite things about this song, it's such a small thing, but one of my favorite things about this song is the, and I said, here I go again hook, mm-hmm. because I feel like that line, the, yeah. and I said, here I go again. I feel like that perfectly encapsulates what I'm talking about when I mentioned like the looking at, looking at downfall with a sense of like tongue in cheek, like pessimism, kind of like shrugging it off. Like, Oh, here I go again. Like that's, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just, I yeah. felt like that was so interesting. And I, like that was one of the first things I wrote for it, and like it just I felt so strongly about it, and I'm I think it lands really yeah. well. But anyway, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's essentially yeah. it for that okay. one. That's it's just a good song. I'm yeah. very, <laughs> very proud of this song. It's a good I think it's a great <laughs> song. Yeah, and I'm and I definitely am so glad that you managed to get uh, the music that I managed to put out there and managed to really bring life to it. So thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I'll say that the next two songs, I'm probably going to speed run them just because I just got some slightly angry eye, angry, hungry eyes from Amanda. Gotcha. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's talk about I-285 West and Atlanta. Which I had to Google because I don't know dick shit about it. I Googled <laughs> it also because I'm West right. Coast. I mean, like, to be fair, like, most people don't know every single interstate. Yeah. It's um, just I'll the name of a road. <laughs> You're not a real American unless you memorize it. <laughs> unless you ran around I-285 twice. Yeah. Come it's, on. it's not a particularly special road. It's legitimately just the automatic. The road we were on at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so so the, the song, is, and this is a very quick one to talk about the song the song is made up of two things uh, a pre-made instrumental which ryan you can talk about once uh yeah, in a second a uh and then it is made up of an audio recording that i recorded uh when uh when visiting ryan and blue and Haley in atlanta which goes to the next song uh yeah. and uh this was just something that i saw i didn't even tell them i was recording this i just like slightly started recording our conversation because i thought it would be nice How to dare. to have it just just for myself um yeah. sneaky and then i was like atlanta could use a lead in track so uh we took that and i-285w was just the road we were on in the recording mm-hmm. and it is the the title that my phone automatically saved as the voice memos title so we just kept it <laughs> it's just yeah. a nice title oh, i like that yeah <laughs> and i'm glad and i'm glad that i managed to uh manipulate it to the last words just like in the original you sent me because originally you were just like here's a 30 second sample of uh-huh. it and i was like fuck it i'm making a song for half it. songs no a, thanks 
Yeah, I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to make the last words on this the same thing, which was, I'm going to careen off the interstate. <laughs> which is uh, a wonderful closing line. Also, it starts with Winston needs your ankles for science, which I think people are going course, to really enjoy. Of course, the best joke on the channel. We haven't seen the reaction to it yet, but I highly expect it's going to be vicious. Yeah, I, my favorite thing is I, I, like, I did like some teasing going like, I have a secret about the album. Winston's on it. <laughs> yeah. And which going like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if you saw this, Ryan, but I made a tweet that was like two truths and one lie about the album. One, oh, there, there are there are three songs that uh, that that uh, lead directly into the next song. Two, none of the songs are under two minutes. Three, Winston. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> oh God, Winston. <laughs> anyway, okay. So uh, yeah. my short version on this one before we move on uh, is just that uh, the song that was made at the time, uh, like a little backing track for it, was one that I called "I Didn't Do Anything Today," um, and I actually uh, kind of made it at first for Amanda, like just as a gift to her. And later on, she was fine with me putting it Aww. in the album uh, because, like, at that moment time like on like days when i get like distractions stuff by the end of the day i'd notice that like oh dang i didn't get anything accomplished i wanted to because i'm always wanting to do stuff i want to make a video i want to make i want to start working on a game i want to make a song for go child i want to do this i want to do that and i didn't get anything done and it would like put me in like a weird funk but like she really helped me out to be like hey you know what it's all right you need time to just do so the track was called i didn't do anything today and i was like all right that kind of fits that sort of mood yeah it's it's just a very pleasant interlude yes what i also think is is interesting about about this song uh as in connection to the rest of the album is like i I was i talked earlier about how like i feel like each song has has a different sense of physical place um and i also feel like there's a lot of like there's a lot of traveling that happens in this album uh and and this song is just the the most overt like it's, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> absolutely it's you know i mean it's it's literally just you know a little road trip yeah um, yeah you know what i feel like this would be a very good road trip album it would I be would a good road trip really, album. I, I like to have like sort of upbeat songs when road tripping uh like in in there with like some maybe like she like chiptune melody yeah. sort of stuff or like some anime Noguchi. yeah oh yeah yeah well like and, and it's funny that you br- that yeah that I, like we talked about that motif earlier but like it, it, i i forgot to mention that like yeah it's it's funny that that's been like a continued motif because even the the uh, the lyric video for half calf is is footage of a road trip and footage mm-hmm. of traveling yeah. uh in many different places so like it's yeah um Anyway, we should move on. We got two songs yeah. left. Yeah. We got two songs left. I was going to say, I might just cover my piece on Atlanta and then uh, leave Penny to talk about. Uh, well, I mean, I think Penny's. I'll, I'll probably stay for the end of Atlanta and then I'll just give a very, very short piece on Enigma and then head out because uh, I know that she's getting really hungry and we are on a bit of a time. That is all right. That's fine. <laughs> That's totally fine. So it's a brand new day. I gotta get out. Can't sleep the day away when it's a day to sing about. There is a world outside. Just right beyond the door. There's something that I know I'm waiting for. An opportunity and a friend. A day I'm never promised to experience again. So in this brand new day, the frightening for sure. I plan to make it something even more.
I think Atlanta is with by far the song that has been through the most working titles. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, at least three. Um, yeah, I can. It's been called. Um, I can. I can list four. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Go 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 go. Called. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say in chronological order because I'm saying the best for last. Atlanta, obviously. Bothersome for when it was first put on my channel as like a 10k subscriber special and it used the annoying dog sound effect. <laughs> um, nothing's perfect because it was used as the theme song for um, our the podcast we used to do. Nothing's perfect. And then, Crazy Bruce's Lickers. Crazy Bruce's <laughs> Lickers. We got the podcast oh, for, for you. Crazy Bruce. What a dumb video. <laughs> I'll show you this video later. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it was video. it was once called Crazy Bruce's Liquors. Um, yeah. yeah, that's oh, it. Wait, five because I called it Crazy Bothersome Liquors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and I really loved it. It was just like the melody was like an idea that I had in my head, and I actually reused the melody as like an ongoing thing for a song that I made later on on my personal channel called a Scatterbrain. Ah, uh, yeah, as that's like a, a recurring theme in that. So I've definitely gotten a lot of uh, mileage out of some of these melodies. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I I just I love Atlanta so much. I I feel like it's one of the best ones. Um, I mean I've said that yeah, a couple that, times, that, it's, but it truly it's, like it's gold. Well, well, Penny, they're uh? they're 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 all one of the best ones. Oh, <laughs> that's illegal. Oh, you so quit. Uh, yeah, Atlanta came together so well. Um, I, I've always really loved the, the, the instrumental melody, uh, from everything to the da 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 like that. I love that. I also love the, uh, just the da 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 like all of it. All of it is so good. I think it's one of your best instrumentals, uh, compositionally. I legitimately just, one of my favorite parts, I don't know if I mentioned this, but one of my favorite parts of the way that the instrumental is composed is, uh, when... Is the lead into the second verse with the, but then specifically oh, yeah. when the piano melody and the synth melody overlap, it's such a tasty sound. I love it so much. Ah, it's so it good. The double up, it's like my favorite part of the song. It, it's so satisfying to me. Um, I'm glad I managed to sneak um dog song into it. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it's a dog song song. <laughs> Um, Dog songs five. <laughs> yeah, uh, That's it was also one of the easiest songs on the album for me to write. Mm. Um, I think I actually yeah. wrote it. I think I wrote the entire sheet of lyrics in a single night. Now that I think about it, um, damn. Yeah, yeah, because it just like I. I mean, I think I think we managed to make the mood come across well enough that you can probably tell I was very elated <laughs> when writing the song, and I was just like very happy yeah. and content. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's just a very it's a very positive song. Um, because I was mm-hmm. just feeling very positive things because it was the first time that I had uh, I had met Blue and I had met Haley in person, and it was the second time I had met. Ryan in person and we hung out for like a week in atlanta and like we went to this con and like it was just like it it was the first time in a long time that i had really like gone out and like done something um because i spent i spent a lot of time with myself and uh i spent a lot of time at home uh just you know Hmm. keeping to myself and uh working on creative things and just spending a lot of time indoors and uh it was it was the first time in a while i had the opportunity to like just like go out and do something big do something fun and um it was really refreshing to me specifically at the time. Cause like normally I'm like chill. I'm like, okay. But like at the time, uh, it was like, Ooh, I was going through a rough time. Uh, very, very bad. Yeah. Very, very bad, uh, around like the latter half of 2018. Uh, and I won't get into like detail about that, but essentially it just like, it just felt like, uh, it was exactly what I needed, you know, at the time, uh, in a, in a yeah. big, big way. And so 
I came I came back and I was like, I genuinely have to like immortalize this in some way. I have to like immortalize the feelings that I'm feeling about this. And like, I have to, I just like, I need to do it. And it's, I, it feels like it's going to be easy for me to do it. And it was, and uh, it's just a very happy song because it was just very happy feelings. And yeah. that's essentially it. It's just, it just covers, it just covers the trip. It, it's it, it's yeah. a pretty storytelling really cool. heavy song. Yeah. Yeah, I had a great time on it too. We got to that place where a gamer can be a gamer. Yeah, where a gamer can be oh, a gamer. Finally. No gamer discrimination. Game is on a press. Silly, yeah. silly, silly jokes aside, uh, I think it was like the second time that we'd gotten a chance to see each other in person. And yes. every time we do, it is nothing short of a pleasure. I can yeah. say that for mm. sure. It's, it's wonderful. I, I legitimately, it. I mean, like I said, it encapsulates just like all the the positivity i was feeling both just because i love my friends so much and also just because it was so fun to to experience a new thing um a lot of new things actually and uh yeah it's yeah i mean i could i could get into the lyrics more specifically but if you just it's it's just it's just it tells a story it's how it's it is the process of my feelings while on this trip uh yeah i like that all right, we probably shouldn't keep Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I was okay. about to say I need to I need to drop my quick yeah. uh, two cents on Enigma and then uh, barrel out and leave the session early. So I'm going to say first Eat of all, chug. thank you guys very much for having uh, both of us, myself included, on for the first time. It's been a real blast, and you two are great and of the show. Um, but my take on Enigma is that it, it's convenient that I have to go because Penny did a lot of this, as she's going to um, let you know. And a lot of what I was doing was mostly just um, mostly just a uh, arranging the sort of ideas and the thoughts that she had in mind and this was very much hers and i think that she did a fantastic job being able to recreate something like this like she did a very good job of just creating a thing and being able to recreate that to any extent is an honor and like i'm just so happy that i get to work with her because she's incredibly talented Aww. And she's great, Aww. and I'm just so glad that um, I, I really hope that uh, I managed. Well, I, from what I can tell, it seems that I did the idea that she had in mind justice. Yes, and you did. I will. I'm incredibly I will. happy that I was able to do just that. Yes, you did. You did wonderfully. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're you're so sweet. I I, j- I love working with you so much. And uh, yeah, it's been wonderful to to talk about this stuff. So. Uh, no. yeah. All right, I do have to get going though. So thank you all very all right. much. I will. Uh, I'll send you the audio. Bye. Bye. He yelled into the void. He did. Yeah, he got consumed. Uh, uh-huh. he, those those builders ate him. Dark oh, they por- did. Uh, a a dark portal opened up, and five c- c- like uh construction builder hands <laughs> yeah they weren't yeah. they weren't they weren't actually doing shave and a haircut they were actually mm-hmm. type tapping out the rhythm of we're gonna eat you ryan yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they ate him <laughs> then they ate him the classic um the warning yeah, yeah. of, of <laughs> the, builders the warning rhythm as it's yeah. colloquially known in it in, <laughs> yeah uh, so, rhythm heaven, so, more like rhythm hell. <laughs> so the next Go Child album will just be joke. it'll just be Penny uh, and yep, the, and, Penny and the ghost of Ryan. Yes. Uh, so I, yeah, I guess we could talk about Enigma. <laughs> let's, let's talk yeah. about Enigma. There's no plateau If I am honest Been a long time feeling dead With no vision in my head A canvas stained in red Always left unsaid 
it's it's fit it's fitting fittingly named because it was a very enigmatic song to, mm-hmm. to work on um i do really enjoy the sort of i don't know it's such a good sort of obviously it's not the closing song on the album but it is like the final like traditional song song yeah it's 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 like a swan it's a, fittingly a swan song <laughs> yeah and like it's it, that mood that that sort of gentle ethereal mood like it really just suits the closing of the album yeah. so well thank you so much um so this was the only song on the album kinda it was really the only song it was on the album. it was the only song on the album it there was are the no al- other songs so this, yeah. so this is the only song on the album uh the rest of them have been fake and happy ever fools everybody happy ever fools um, <laughs> no, this was this was the only song on the album that I composed. Um, oh, yeah, instrumentally, uh, I wrote this song. Uh, I demoed it in Dreams on the PS4. <laughs> uh, Hell yes, I um. I used the music tools and one day I was just like, I'm going to write an instrumental track. And, uh, cause I, cause th- this song has, uh, oh man, this is weird. Yeah, this is a weird one. Uh, I wrote this song on the piano originally. Uh, I was messing around with piano chords. I'm not the best pianist, but I, uh, I'm, I have a very, uh, primitive understanding of some of the chords. And so I sometimes will just mess around. Uh, and so I, I, uh, which is why the song is structurally and like instrument instrumentally pretty simple in terms of like instrumental melody and like its composition because this is actually the first full kind of instrumental that I have written myself. Sure. This is like my song in a bigger way than a lot of these are. Um, I, uh, I, I, I wrote this on the piano. Uh, actually, it started as the, uh, the, there, there are a couple points in the song where, like, I vocalized the, oh, I don't know if y'all caught those, but that is how the song started. That was the, the mm. origin. I was just messing around and kind of, like, vocalizing that and, like, playing that, uh, that little, it's very simple. It's literally just, like, the fundamental chords. Uh, like the fundamental individual notes of the chords that are playing just played in that order. Um, but it, it really, I don't know, like, I, like, I know it's simple. I know it's kind of primitive, but I genuinely, it felt good to me to, to write and sing and play. And so I just kept going with it. And then I came up with like this whole, uh, this whole chord structure. And then I came up with the, the vocal melody, uh, at a certain point. And then I, you know, would like, I would demo it on the ukulele. And then I wrote more of like a piano version at some points. And like, it just, it, it increased in complexity and completeness until one day I was like, I had like the dreams beta. And I was like, I'm going to write this. Uh, So I wrote out uh, and I started building the instrumental uh, using the tools in that game. Uh, And uh, then I sent the demo over to Ryan and I was like, I want this to be a song. Uh, So like, let's let's uh, like, obviously, I'm not I'm not the most seasoned instrumentalist. So uh, how about we like build this together um, and then uh, we can, you know, see what see you can like kind of apply your own your own production knowledge. And obviously he's much better at writing things than I am on the instrumental side. (laughs) Uh, So I was like, I like if you'll help me with this. I genuinely appreciate this so much because like I this feels important to me like I, I felt like it would be like an important one for me for whatever reason. Uh, it's, I feel like it's on multiple levels, but I I sent him the demo track 
uh, which I still have. And then I uh, and then over time, we, we focused on other songs. Uh, and then uh, Enigma was actually the song that was finished last, um, just because we okay. spent a lot of time mulling over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a sin. So it was a very different process. It was it was the one of the a very rare occasion where I started, you know, <laughs> like I, I sort of yeah. the groundwork was my own vision from the beginning. Um, and uh, it was the first time I had ever done like actual composition because most of the time when I like start a song and like conceptualize a song from the beginning, it's like on the ukulele and it's like very simple. But this is the first time I actually like composed something and like structured it and put it together. Um, and Ryan actually ended up finishing it off with uh, with the composition of the bridge and the, and the final chorus. But uh, it, it was still like based off of the foundation that I wrote to begin with. So yeah, that was the process. Uh, and then the lyrics came last and actually the chorus changed uh part way through the through the song's uh production um and i'm so much happier with the current version of the chorus uh because uh the old one it was like it wasn't it wasn't bad but uh it like it didn't feel quite as climactic as it needed to feel uh because originally originally the beginning of the chorus was the same and that it was like uh with no vision in my head that section the second half of the chorus changed in that originally it had it it was more like uh another children my spine will be frozen and like that's how it originally went but then i was messing around one day and i came up with an alternate version which ended up being the it's a bit of an enigma i need and like then i saw that through to the end and that felt so much more like complete to me so I went with that. Anyway, I'm kind of rambling a little bit just because. No, I like that. Thank you. And honestly, like you you were talking earlier, like how, you know, this is maybe a little bit more of a, you know, simple song or whatever. But like, honestly, I think that simplicity and that like that it it just has like a whole lot of it has a lot of heart. And I think it it, like like the the simplicity is like part of what makes it so interesting and so good is that like Mm. it just sort of. It's just such a focused, uh, it's a sort of, it's such a focused idea. And I think it, it, it really, um, it really did come out like really, really amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. After your foray into uh, composition and stuff, do you reckon you'll keep doing that in the future? Probably. I want to. I want to, yeah, I want to, I want to do more instrumental composition. Um both both oh, for yeah. go child and also i want to do like solo projects you know like i, I have yeah. a lot of ideas that i just like really can't see through just because my skill does not match my enthusiasm on that level um mm-hmm. but this was yeah like you said this was my first foray into it and given that it went as well as it did um i'm excited about it uh yeah, yeah. so i just yeah i just it, yeah this is this one is because you know we've said a couple times before that we haven't actually premiered the album yet so like this is one of the ones that i'm kind of like anxious about in the mm-hmm. sense that like it is like the first of its kind in that sense and it's my first real sort of uh big introduction into that space of the process and the yeah. and reaping the results of that and so i just i genuinely hope that people respond to it like i like i want them to and, and well and and the fact that like mars you said it, it it works really well as like it it feels like the finality that the album needed and like it fits with the tone of it and like worked well as like sort of the last quote song Mm -hmm. of the album really truly means a lot to me because i mean like you just you brought that in with no prompting on my part (laughs) and like (laughs) and that's exactly what i was going for and that really means a lot that it came across and i just hope it comes across to a larger audience when we actually premiere this dang thing um yeah i think i mean honestly (laughs) i think that the way that the uh album is 
organized, like the the track list, the track order. Um, like it's it's I I genuinely like can't think of a way that that could have been improved in any way. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah, smiling so absolutely. much. That means so much. It I I stressed so much about that. To be honest, I I tr- I tried so hard to make sure that it legitimately was the best, most like most definitive order it could be in. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, that's because like to hear. I I am not even because like on Spotify and shit. Like you know, like I'll just like make if I'm not happy with the order of an album, you like will, make your own playlist. I'll make my own like, playlist and reorder it like like i'm not uh i i'm not afraid to do something like that or just like remove songs or whatever but like yeah this album really does feel like like whole and complete and like and structured in such a way that like no moment of it could change or go away like thank you it really does feel like a like it 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 does feel like a, like such an evolution on on the previous album i really do feel that thank you so much yeah it is its whole pace mm-hmm. it is a whole project yeah. i really enjoyed yeah. it like and there are also so just much. like so many like so many connecting threads between the songs and stuff yeah yeah like, well oh and yeah and like i mentioned earlier like i i mentioned how half calf sort of like over time became a prelude to something and uh that that mm. it, i essentially consider it sort of like uh, a, a part one to the story of enigma at this point mm. um because i think uh and i haven't talked about the lyrical theme and i feel like i i sort of want to keep the the more specific inspirations of enigma closer to my chest than the rest of them sure um but that's okay yeah. i i obviously i'm very happy to talk about it in in broad strokes in the sense that like half calf is about looking on uh looking on the the process of self-improvement with pessimism and mm-hmm. with uh with a sort of tongue-in-cheek uh nature and with a, a very on-the-fence nature a, a non-committal uh perspective on the idea whereas enigma is the opposite it is it is a it is a it is a a it's it's not only about taking that idea and flipping it on its head and saying no this is not the way to look at it i i need to be better than this um it's also sort of like a an in an an open invitation to uh to assistance with that process mm. um and uh and and it's it's a reflection on how important it is to to sometimes not even just sometimes but just to let assistance happen and like not to close yourself off from from the idea and the and mm-hmm. the uncertainty of of self-improvement um everyone needs help. yeah exactly and uh that's that's what the song is about it is it is it's a cry for help but not in like a negative sense not mm-hmm. not in like a not in like a pitiful sense you know it's a, it's a cry it's a very empowered cry for help i think uh yeah. and I, I think that's so important because people all i mean and you know i've felt this way and i feel like it's a very pervasive attitude that help is weakness mm, um yeah. Yeah. when it's not and uh enigma yeah. is the the story of of half calf taken to the next step and actually i say that half calf is a part one i consider enigma a part two of a three-part story mm. um and the part three has not happened yet ah, and that i hmm. see I like 
that's in and yeah and that's 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 the angle that i played it with um and uh yeah and it's 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 a calf calf is a prelude to a prelude and enigma is a prelude i as i've described it before when talking about it with ryan it's a prelude to redemption is what is what i is what i call Aww. it um i really enjoy yeah. that and, and that's that's what it means to me in a broader sense uh yeah yeah so i just yeah it's i i really enjoy it as a closer um yeah i i think that phrase like uh, sort of shouting out for help from friends is a really great sort of album summary in a way uh-huh. because of like there is that a lot of love in this album like i mentioned earlier and there's a lot of like you know working through your issues and and i think that sort of reaching out your hand into the void and and hoping someone grasps that yeah. is is sort of like a a nice summary to the album i think yeah, yeah i because i i feel like um that this album like the way that it's that it's structured it, it sort of gets kind of all of the the negative feelings you know kind of out at the front and then the end uh-huh. is more mm. like okay let's reflect on all of that and you know let's come out of it different let's come out yeah. of it better yeah let's come out of let's come out of it better and let's come out of it with an understanding of where we need to improve and the fact that we need to accept improvement and accept forward steps at all but also let's come out of it with an understanding that the story isn't done yet mm-hmm. which yeah. uh actually has been a pervasive change in my mindset when writing this album um because the masquerade as i mentioned before is a very sort of triumphant album uh it is very it is a very sweeping theatrical uh perspective of like the the song ends with uh with a vic- with a definitive victory mm-hmm. um and that was Im- that was important to me at the time but i think one of i think one of the biggest uh, I, I feel like one of the most fitting things about the process of making this album is that in between The Masquerade and Coffee and Ramen, we actually released a single that is not on either album. It is an in-between track called Outro uh, that takes the melody of uh, of of the in- of intro and The Masquerade from The Masquerade album and recontextualizes it with new lyrics and with a new style. And uh, I think that it works as an interlude between the albums because Outro was a ref- reflection on the mindset of the masquerade and the story that i was telling at the time because i was like i was like 18 and 19 when i wrote the masquerade um and i thought very differently i felt very differently than i do now and so outro was a reflection on those feelings and sort of like recontextualizing them and what i know now and what i've experienced now since then and just just reflecting on the fact that like just because you've gotten over one hurdle doesn't mean that you should be complacent or satisfied or feel like you're done and i i again that comes across very negatively but i don't think it has to and i don't think it should um yeah yeah i no i, I no you uh, go no <laughs> um i i definitely feel like this this album is sort of like sort of transitional like like it's this album is like the in-between point between two different points and one point yeah well well, well like you said it's it's very travel it's 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 got a very travel feel to it, it there's a mm-hmm. lot of motion there's a lot of there's a lot of escape there's a lot of forward motion there's a lot of uh there's a lot of reconsideration there's a lot of uh action in terms of like you know the the album starts with hey 
let's get up let's do something right, let's make yeah. something of something um and it 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 ends not with a finality but it ends with like a uh like it ends with a prelude to redemption and it ends with a reflection on uh what like like in, in the case of three minutes i i don't like i don't want to speak for ryan because he's not here and like that's his song just as enigma is like my song um but it, it ends with a it ends with a reflection and and a look back but it also ends with like a a very clear sense of forward momentum because three yeah. minutes is not is not a song about finality. It's a song about like, hey, I've I've unlocked a better season in my life. <laughs> like I've mm-hmm. I've things things are getting better and I'm noticing them getting better and they will get better moving forward because of this and yeah. because I've discovered these things. And yeah. Yeah, it's it's sort of a uh, it's a it's a springtime. It's it's new life and it's like the beginning of growth after a, a bad period. Yeah. And it's like the, right now things are just starting to get better. Yeah. And in the future they will be better. Yeah, which is very fitting because honestly that's where I'm at. <laughs> like on on a personal level. Yeah. And on just like an everyday life level, uh, I like I said, 2018 was a very rough year for me. Um, and so yeah. uh, I'm I'm just recently starting to like reap the rewards of of that perseverance and finding new ways to uh, approach day to day. So, yeah, that's actually that's very that's it's very validating that you say that because that that's that's just exactly where I am. And uh, I, I feel like that's sort of where Ryan is. I again, I don't want to speak for him, but yeah, but, him, but yeah, I, I feel like it, it comes through for a reason. So absolutely. Well, speaking of uh, self-help, kind of not really, but uh, but yeah, good, good transition. I'm, hold on. <laughs> I have a place to go. Um, OK, <laughs> um, I do want to take it on a, a completely different path for maybe just a second. Um, can we talk uh, really quickly about the because um, uh, because we got sent a uh, the unlisted album video for this uh, for this project. Um, yeah. Just to just to, to to give an opportunity to to listen to the album uh, before recording, and uh, I wanted to talk just so briefly about the recommended videos that it's deciding okay. are related. Oh. Sure. Because for some sure. reason, they're all about, um, like, well, let me just read some of them. Uh, oh, how to handle small talk as an introvert. <coughs> uh, three jokes that will make pe- people instantly like you. <laughs> how, how to speak to a narcissist. <laughs> That's weird. This is weird. Yeah. These are YouTube. all the, these are all the recommended videos. Yeah, YouTube, YouTube fucks up my recommended videos so much. Like um, like it like the like the first like Snapcube video to be recommended is uh 7 videos down. That's weird. Yeah. I mean it is unlisted but also oh my like God. ugh. That's weird. But also, like, what? Yeah. I don't like that. Not even in the, like, the, the category. Yeah, well, at least it's not, like, that. random, automatically generated children's at least videos. It's not like... Right, yeah. Yeah, or, or like, you know, uh, truth uh, annihilates feminists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we- ben Shapiro slams yeah. a SJW. I wouldn't, I wouldn't stand for that. I would re-upload the video. I would uh, take it down and re-upload there, it. There, there isn't that, but there is a video, The Science of Flirting. <laughs> Being a hot ape. Can I have the link to that? Please? Sorry, was that a, uh, an ape? You, an ape? Sorry, was that a it's, ape? Winston? It's hot ape. Winston. You want to be a? Winston? You want to be a hot ape? Here are some flirting tips. Yeah, I want to be Winston. Winston. Overwatch. Number I, I, one. I take will... their ankles. 
God, Winston. I will also say that Hot 8 is apparently an acronym. Don't like it. Oh. Don't like it. Don't like where this is going. For handsome Overwatch. Handsome Handsome Overwatch Overwatch thought. Handsome Handsome Overwatch Overwatch thought. Always prepared to eat. The the, the two is not Mm -hmm. included in the acronym. Always prepared E Winston. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Good. That's the good vibe. I I have like uh one or two questions just to to sort of round everything yeah. out. If if you absolutely wanna, you want to fucking do I'll, a I'm gonna, do a Q I'm and gonna a. Fucking, I'm gonna answer your questions so fucking seriously. Oh it's gonna be crazy. God. Oh my god! Just give them to me right it's now. Like, you know, just like you know, just like just give them to me. What are you doing? <laughs> oh my god! Can you just like please? Okay, yeah, no, I'll give you a second. Sorry, I don't, don't, don't want to rest your space. Sorry. Oh my god! Please, just like yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I just need time. I know, yeah. Okay. No, take, <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna be playing Stardew Valley. I'm Can you just see it? Thank you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm just, okay. Just yeah. wait for a second. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've established that Ryan hates coffee, so that automatically makes him the the ramen and you the yeah, coffee. Yeah, and I don't think I can ever uh, really like truly trust him like I used to once I learned that. Uh, but that's okay. Honestly, that's, that's okay. Fair. But um, the instrumental album is called uh popcorn, popcorn and, and cola. cola. Yeah. I believe. So who was the popcorn and who is the cola? He's both of them. Um, oh. Yeah, well, that's, well, like, it's <laughs> it's an instrumental that. album, so it's, like, mostly his stuff, uh, except for Enigma, which, like, it was composed by me. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, uh, that, that's like a, he, that, that's an important pairing to him because, uh, he, he's mentioned that he, that used to be like his go-to snack when he would like come home from school or just like come home from like a long day. And like, uh, that it's, it's sort of like a comfort Aww. snack for him. And so when it came time to name the instrumental album, cause like we have this thing where we name the instrumental album, like within the same theming as the original album, but we like to have fun with it. Um, mm-hmm. like the masquerades instrumental album was called the masquerade still in space. Um, uh, and it was just a picture of us floating in space. Uh, <laughs> now, yeah. now, I, I am a little. Uh, I, I guess maybe in retrospect, um, why didn't you name the instrumental album for the Masquerade uh, a completely normal party? <laughs> well, it was the the still in- a normal party where nothing. A normal weird. party still, where nothing weird happens. Thing, the still in space thing was actually uh, it's actually a joke that uh, does not come across at all if you don't if you hadn't followed our tumblr in like 2016 where like we had like this ongoing joke within like skype chat logs and stuff Mm -hmm. where like the instrumentals were like orbiting in space or whatever i can't even remember all the details but it was it's it's definitely an inside joke of of a title um but yeah, so uh, we are we are going to use different party themings in the future, probably though. But that's for Love that's that. for now, later. I d- can <laughs> well can your next album be called a completely normal party where nothing happens? Then we actually okay. I'm I'm again going to take this this joke question in a serious way uh we actually do have ideas for the next album in terms of like what the album might be called and like in terms of theme and stuff uh sure i don't want to get into that too much because it's all very up in the air but okay could you could you could you break us off the most uh unhelpful spoiler possible like a spoiler yeah. that actually tells us nothing uh, like much like winston <laughs> much yes. like winston Le- uh... and then like three years or whatever when this album is released we'll all look back on this episode and yeah. be like oh the- i'll just i'll just say the potential album title is another three-word title <laughs> okay <laughs> All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, so I love that, it. All right. that comes to pass. Cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, when when you said that is way past cool. Hey, wait, guys, wait, no, I have the cool. perfect. Okay, so it's a three word Dodon Pa fan fiction. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I, Penny, Penny, did you know that once? Just just on way past cool on on the on, <laughs> on the notion of way past cool. I said this on the podcast once, I think, or on like a just add water. But one time I was in class and then I looked over um at someone's laptop and they were on DeviantArt looking at Sonic slash OC art and they were making out and doing inappropriate things. Good, and it made me it made me think of you, unfortunately. Oh no! Because now we just associate you with something not like that. It's like, not like that. Penny kissing that green like rat. That. Penny would never. Um, <laughs> Penny would never kiss a green rat. No, I wouldn't. You may think I would, but I wouldn't. And I can prove it because I haven't done it and now I don't a, plan to. Now a pink rat. Now, now we're talking. Now hold on. Uh, <laughs> now hold on. Now, okay. um, <laughs> yeah, so pop popcorn and cola that that because it's like mostly his album and that it's instrumentals and it was important to him in that sense. I I, I gave him the, the liberty to to title it that it was gonna be called popcorn and coke because he is Coke's his favorite soda specifically. But then I was like, I don't have a brand name in our album title, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, cola. Uh, this isn't bad advertising. This, now this is only half a joke question um, because I would actually want this to be real. Uh, but you've you know, uh, Goatshelt has. Uh, a small suite of of actual like fan songs uh-huh. um and i'm curious why you've never or, or at least not on an album done a, a sonic fan song um i think it's just because it, the fan songs came from very much a current event kind of uh focus um, and they also came from a place of mutual passion, whereas I am a big Sonic fan on a very heartfelt level, but I, I, Ryan does not share the same, like, foundational love of Sonic. Um, he, li- he likes Sonic, and I think he appreciates it, uh, uh, for, for a few different reasons nowadays, but, like, uh, I genuinely, um, love it so much, and I, I just don't think, it's just never, it's just never come to mind, I guess. Fair um, enough. I, yeah, I would Imagined Ryan as being uh, just coming off of the, the the Team Sonic Racing Let's Play. I would have thought that he would be a a, a bigger Sonic head. I I think he is a Sonic fan. I just I I've just never gotten the impression that he's like a big Sonic fan. Fair enough. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Uh. But yeah. So yeah. So the fan songs are interesting because I don't. We don't have any plans for future fan songs. I I don't think mm. that that's never been like our focus. Well, like we started. We our first single. Our first song actually ever was the gravity falls fan song gravitated and then um i think like our the second song we ever released and the third song we ever started working on was ruinous which was our undertale fan song um but as we've gone on i think we've just had like less and less interest in in making like dedicated fan songs about existing things i mean like obviously inspirations are still there like i said fret street was was very much inspired by resident evil but like uh in terms of like dedication i don't think it's been a big focus stipulation Mm. is the only one on the album for a reason (laughs) and and that's because the reason is that was made in 20 like 16 17 Mm. 17 Sure, sure. Yeah, it, no, yeah, it was definitely 17 yeah. because we released The Masquerade in 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh, well, yeah. fair enough. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, I think, I think, uh, I have like two-ish questions. One is very stupid. Go ahead. Well, so I've gonna asked ask exclusively it. stupid questions, Miles. <laughs> no. That's fine. Dumbass rights on this podcast. That's right. Uh, so, <laughs> you may also answer for Ryan if you feel like you have an answer for Okay. Him. <laughs> 
But but who would play each of you in a biography style film about the making of Coffee and Rum? Oh Ramen? God! Uh, in the I've been in asked, the fucking I've Bohemian asked, Rhapsody ask yeah. movie. Yes, I've, who's Rami Malek? I've been asked who I would want to play me in a movie before, and I've thought about it, and I can't for the life of me find a definitive answer. Um, God, it's such a hard question for me. <laughs> I honestly don't know. It is. I don't know for Ryan either. That's like it's just just like there's so many actors and actresses out there. Like it's hard to. I can't come up with it off the top of my it head. Is. I wish I now, could. No. I if want, y'all want to like speculative cast, I'm so down to hear that. I want Ryan to be played by Keanu Reeves or Rami Malek. Okay. Uh, spe- <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm like just that's not even really that much of a goof. I genuinely yeah. I genuinely think that Keanu Reeves might not be a terrible pink for, pick for for Ryan. Yeah. Um, I can see it. Yeah. Um I don't know. This is this is like I mean, I don't know that anybody's ever asked me this question directly, but I've thought about it for myself. Um, mm. and like, I definitely have like similar struggles. Like, that, that's why people have, like, that's why they have audition processes. Yeah. You know, like, I, I can't even, begin I, to, yeah. only name that ever came to mind was Emma Stone, and that still doesn't feel right. <laughs> like, that, I kind of, I just it. like Emma Stone, I think. I, I she was my yeah, first celebrity I mean, crush. So, <laughs> I mean, I fucking love Emma yeah. Stone, honestly. Is Yay seen it 30 times? Um, but I, I think mine, you know, because I'm a trans guy, it would have to be Scarlett Johansson. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. Because I'm, I'm a fat trans guy, I think it has to be Scarlett the, sh- the shade is potent, and I'm living for it. Whoa. Thesis. Okay. In terms of my fan cast for and the for the Ryan and Penny in the oh, movie, yes, I want Ryan to play Penny and Penny to play Ryan. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Okay. So I've got this. This is my only question that's really a hundred percent serious. Um, what would you want, or what do you imagine the first Go Child like live performance? What do you imagine that looking like? Um, it would probably start with intro or like some variation of intro. Um, just because that's it's a very iconic melody. The and people people really respond to that one. Um. I imagine uh, we'd be grouped up with, uh, you know, with Haley and Blue on stage as well. Potentially Brian um, for for I definitely want a drummer of some kind there. <laughs> we, we don't have an official go child drummer, mm-hmm. um, but uh, fair enough. Yeah, I I um I, I know uh, Ryan would like to brush up on his like live piano skills for that kind of thing down the road um, because it wouldn't be much of a concert if. It was just like one of us at a laptop playing instrumentals and the (laughs) other one just kind of singing it. Um, I definitely would want to go in a very Owl City direction where like uh, they're like the the songs are specifically like newly arranged in some cases for Mm. the live performance. And like there's a lot Mm. of like flair to it uh, in terms of like the actual performance and structure of the songs. Um, Just just really just really make it, you know, justified, make it make it make it a, a nice a nice like specific experience. Um, I don't really have many specifics in mind. I just think I would want to be the cutest I've ever been. <laughs> and that's about it. Damn straight. Fair, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I mean, shit, like, like, 
you know, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be on stage, like, you might as well, you know, make it, make it special, not only in your... You might as well turn a you, look. might as well turn yeah. a fucking look. You might you as know? well. You, you know? might as well. Because, you know, the... the might as well wear that cheek the, glitter. The music, the music will catch their ears, but, but... Someone's gotta catch those eyes. Someone's, but the someone's, penny will catch their yeah. eyes. <laughs> Panties. The what? The penny, not the Sorry, panties. I thought oh, you said that I was like, what? <laughs> Now and then the penny will catch the penny, yeah. <laughs> and that's how it goes. That's the order. Mm-hmm. And then Penny will say, "I'm deeply uncomfortable <laughs> with this transaction." <laughs> and then Ryan will say, "You can't pay for your ticket." I, like I will say, "I don't understand the sentiment." <laughs> word for word, it is bizarre. Mm. I don't understand this. <laughs> Please take it back. You must be cold. <laughs> <laughs> you must be cold. <laughs> you must be deeply bored. Uh. Did you, uh, Miles, did you have a second question? Because I think you mentioned having two. I do. I do. Oh. Um, my, my final sort of, it's, it's a, it's kind of a closer. Okay. If, if we're happy yeah. answering that. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. Um, I'm down to wrap this up. Uh, cause, uh, how long have uh, we been recording? Yeah. Three hours? Uh, yeah, about right. almost three hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost three hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Penny, how do you feel? Now that the album's coming out, what's what's your what's your mind? I have uh, ghost anxiety about uh, finishing this album. Uh, I yeah no, I legitimately um, I opened up Adobe Audition uh, last night and I was like, I opened it up and I saw the audition's flash screen and I was like, oh god, I gotta finish Coffee and Ramen. It's about to release. And then I was like, oh wait, it's done. I don't have to. <laughs> it's finished. It's all there. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's well, it's one of those things where it's like, I think the reason why is because at a certain point. You gotta let something be finished even though it doesn't feel finished because so rarely will something feel finished. Oh, yeah. There's always something you can do to it or, like, something you want to do to it. But I I think at a certain point, you got to take those lessons and bring them into the next project because otherwise you just don't get anything done. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's been a big feeling for me. Which is basically the goddamn story of Duke Nukem 3D. Yeah. (laughs) Or not 3D, forever. (laughs) Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, Of course, that was- Thank you. That was worse for it. Yeah. Um, Where they just kept chasing new new tech and new ideas until they- Yeah. And it just Until it was bad. Until it was- <laughs> bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you, if you let something stew for too long, it'll overcook. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh. Yeah. I. I. Well. I. I feel like I'd have a much more definitive answer for this if if it had premiered at this point. I'm mostly just anxious to see what people think about it. I genuinely. I. One of them. It's a very specific desire of mine to to for people to respond to this feeling like it's an is it's as much of an evolution as I as I feel like it is. Um. And uh, in the ways that I wish people to feel about it, like, like, I, I'd like to, I'd like to have it be confirmed that like my, my lyrical style has improved that like my, my vocal performance style has improved that like, on a on a just a pure songwriting and compositional and production level things have improved like that the mixing is all that kind of thing. Like I have so many, so many little facets of the production that I feel like have gotten better within this two and a half year journey and i just i just i'm i'm anxious in a in a mostly positive way for people to hear and i know people are really excited about it which makes me really happy and i'm just like it's it's the same feeling as when we did the masquerade in the sense that like i'm so appreciative and so honored that like we got a project of this scope done um because for most of my life i've struggled with finishing things 
Um, and that carries to this day in a lot of ways. Uh, but over time, I'm finding that I'm able to see things through more often. And the fact that we've done this twice now, even if this one did take much longer, um, the fact that we've seen two full length albums through and this one's longer than the last uh, is really special to me. And uh, I just I just hope that people like it. You know, I just really hope that people respond to it as well as they did with the masquerade because the masquerade is important to a lot of people um and i hope that this continues that trend and i specifically have mentioned the fabled uh, sophomore slump and how i hope that we have uh, overcome that that trend yeah i think so thank you Sof- I, sophomore I am... slump would be like a legit a, a good indie well band it would name. be a good indie band name but i was thinking that it would be like almost a a a, a, a powerful name for like a second album yeah well i'm pretty sure someone's it done it someone's Someone gotta have done have. it yeah. yeah, because yeah. you're right. It is like a, it's like a, hey, watch this. <laughs> Hold on. Um, now I gotta, now I gotta look this up. Oh, hey, you know what? You're absolutely right. And guess who kind of did that? Who? Who? Uh, oh, wait, never mind. It's not the album name. It's the song name. I was going to say Fallout Boy. Oh. Um, oh, hell yeah. But no, it's a song. They have a song called Sophomore Slump or Comeback of the Year, and it's on the album from Under the Cork Tree, but I, I thought I, I thought I was looking at an album. Sure. But oh, okay. people who have named their uh, album Sophomore Slump include... <laughs> Just gonna go down the list. Go for it. <laughs> Nights like thieves. JD Payne. Uh, kind of the geeks. Ph. I don't know any of these people. Yeah, I'm n- uh, nothing familiar so far. Elliot Parker. Sins and Stary. A lot of people, essentially. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> Elliot Parker, your brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the that. secret one. The secret brother. Well, Penny, I am I am deeply honored that you and Ryan chose to uh, come on and you know talk a little bit about uh, you know the coffee and rum. I'm, I'm honored that y'all asked. I'm know. honored that you gave us this this scope of a slot to talk about it. Like this has been a a, a meaty one. I'm just I'm I'm very yeah. I'm very honored to have had the opportunity to to dig in with y'all. Yeah. Absolutely. And I know for a fact that people are going to Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Look, if, 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 like, you know, because, because we both really love it. And if we're any indication, which we're not, but if we were. If we're a fantastic (laughs) litmus test for the population. (laughs) If two wee dipshits. (laughs) If you can trust the opinion of... (laughs) Of these two, uh, of these two dumbasses, then, then, wow. then you can, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can rest well at night. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> this ineffable, <laughs> ineffable otter and cub duo. I appreciate y'all. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, You're the best I'll, of us, I also Penny. do like being on this show a lot, so thanks for having me on for a second time. Yeah, of course. You're the yeah. best. I love talking to you, Penny. You're great. You're great. You're both great. Aw. Uh, yeah, I mean, hell, uh, literally anytime you put out music, you are welcome on this, on this, on this show. And also- <laughs> I appreciate that. It, also, if you just want to come on the show and talk about music that's not your own, you're also yeah. welcome to do that. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, if you ever- Every time you think about music- Every time I think about music, hey, on. y'all, get me on. Start up, <laughs> start up Audacity right now. <laughs> We're just- the. <laughs> I've just got a a, a light up. on my wall that's the penny alert and starts blinking. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! She thought about a song. Shit! Get to your stations. <laughs> no, yeah. Fuck! It's Ben Folds. Literally, again. I'm always I'm always enthusiastic about this show. So anytime y'all just gotta drop me a message, and I'm like, hell yeah, let's get on this. 
Uh, so hell yeah. yeah well thank you thank you so much for for joining us on on the show uh do you want to do you want to do some plugs uh yeah so not a lot of people know this but we actually have a new album coming out called coffee and ramen um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> by the time you're listening Shut to this up. it should be out on <laughs> yeah so anyway the, the the album is out on on itunes and spotify and google play and amazon not on Bandcamp or soundcloud because our distributor does not automatically put it there and we don't feel like doing it ourselves <laughs> um but it's on many many other things pretty much mm-hmm. like every every digital music store that you probably know about it's probably on there we, we're on deezer for the love of pete <laughs> what the f- what the fuck? Exactly. What the exactly. fuck is Deezer? Exactly. I don't know, but we're on it. <laughs> so go. We're on we're it. We're on it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And oh, and also, and also, just to reiterate, because uh, we mentioned this briefly earlier, but it's uh, it's important that I reiterate. Uh, the instrumental album does include a bonus song. So if you want, you can get the full album, listen to all the instrumentals. People are very, very free and encouraged to do covers if they would like. We love that kind of thing. Um, but also, yeah, there's a bonus song called Breakfast Blend on Popcorn and Cola that is so good. And I love it so much. And I know Ryan had a really fun time making it. Um, and I highly recommend listening to it because it's it's a very nice, very upbeat summary of the album in instrumental form. Uh, and it's just like a brand new composition. It's so good. Please listen to it. It's fantastic. Um, as for other plugs, I am on all the usual plugs places i'm on Snapcube on youtube doing real-time fan-up games doing let's plays i uh moved my streams over to twitch so if you want to watch me stream live i am on twitch tv dot snapscube not not twitch tv dot snap twitch dot tv slash snapscube um did I say my Twitter? I'm on Twitter at SnapsCube. Uh, and also, I'm going to go ahead and plug stuff for Ryan. Um, so Ryan has uh, his own Twitter at Chongo Tweet. He has a Tumblr at Chongo Blog. He is on YouTube. Uh, if you look up the Chongo Show on YouTube, you should be able to find him there. Uh, he also does streams. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Chongo Show should be the URL for that. Uh, go support him as well. Uh, and uh, if you go to those hub places, you should be able to find his other stuff and follow his work. And I would recommend it because he's a wonderful guy and he deserves your support support um he's a good yeah. he's a good egg not scrambled oh yeah not not scrambled because what? those aren't good eggs Parched. whoa coming out hard against scrambled uh-huh. eggs don't like scrambled eggs all that much all right. i like them they just make me sick so i don't eat them okay penny penny i'm putting you on the spot rank all of the types of eggs <laughs> uh 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 top 40 oh, eggs top, oh, top 40 eggs top 40 eggs 40 scrambled get out of here uh <laughs> get the fuck <laughs> okay i'm skipping the rest number one fried eggs two. all of the other okay. ones number one is fried egg okay and then that's it i'm skipping okay. the rest of them you can you can infer the rest of them that's based the, on that ranking that's the hard-hitting music journalism that you tune into this podcast for actually you know what <laughs> donate to my patreon you'll get the exclusive secret penny parker egg ranking list <laughs> Fuck if yeah, you, you will. If you donate at least $50, only for the $50. <laughs> <laughs> There's a specific egg, egg tier. <laughs> yes. And it's just one. It's just egg it's tier. just one egg, egg tier list for the rest of time. It's not uh mm-hmm. it's not recurring, so yeah. you know what you're getting into. Yeah. No. I mean, it it is it is the definitive egg list. It will never need to change or be now updated. Now I am now I am morbidly no. tempted to do that, actually. Please do. Jesus. I might. You may see it. You may not. The uh. world is in entropy. <laughs> oh my god. Look out for look out for Penny's egg list. We're all dying. 
Look out for Penny's egg list. Look, All right. Egg list. 2K20. Thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with a friend. It would mean a lot to us. Also, you can leave us a rating on iTunes. If you leave a, a, us a review, we will uh, we'll read it out on the show. Um uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at ArtGhostPod and at our Gmail at ArtGhostPod at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening, and we will see you on the other side. Hello, YouTube. What is up? Today we are going to do the coffee and ramen challenge. Hello, YouTube. It's me, Buttman69, and I'm doing the coffee and ramen channel on my channel. That was a really good Miles <laughs> And then Penny fell. And then Penny <laughs> fell down a big hole. I'm still 